Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and master. <laughs> your host and master. <laughs> I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, Call of the Wild Bellicom, Sam, Call of Cthulhu Burns, and Ellie, Call the Midwife Sparrow. Yay! Uh, expecting a call of nature. I will yeah. call the midwife. <laughs> today's uh, today's. Uh, uh, three insults slash nicknames uh, were provided by uh, at Darkest Ar- Argentum, uh, one of our starboys. Oh, yeah. uh, Best su- submission we yes! have for those. Uh, submitted yeah. That's uh, adorable. If you would like to submit your own uh, your, your own uh, nicknames, uh, then uh, do pop onto the fam server uh, and suggest them there. Or if you're on Twitter, uh, DM me directly yeah, at, at JPD Phelps. Yes, at JPD Phelps. I know uh, everybody's Twitter handle. Because otherwise, uh, Ellie will producing will look in and see in advance what these are going to be. I am the one who does the Twitter. Yes. So if you send it to Flintlocks on Twitter, that is fine, so long as you don't mind the rest of us seeing it. But if you want mm. to be mischievous and have it be a secret for Jason, please send it to Jason. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of people submitting those. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, or however you pronounce that, you're lovely. It's yes. great fun. We like having people send things in. It's great. Hooray. A, uh, a milder apology if I am uh, a little bit bunged up in places. It's hay fever season. Yay. Hay fever season is the worst. Yay, hay fever. Yes. I woke up feeling terrible and then checked the pollen count. I was like, ow. Ah, well. Yes. <laughs> London's usually bad as well. Yeah, I don't know why, but around nine o'clock at night here, it just suddenly pollen seems to happen. Ooh, for the trees reason. have a small party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's Jason's literally what's happening. Explodes, basically. No. Mm. <laughs> tree sex is, is, is ongoing. Speaking yes. of tree sex, it's time uh, for us to cast the <laughs> forward. You're not even trying at this point. <laughs> No, there's going to be a tree end featured in this uh, this episode. That's what's going to happen. And uh, ask feature us. <laughs> yes, is, uh, amongst your messages from the present, is there any ent porn? <laughs> Rule thirty five. I've encountered plenty of dryad porn here in the future, but ent porn is definitely a little niche, a little woody niche, if you will. And on that horrifying mental image, it's Future Jason with messages from the present. Witch is back again at 2pm on Saturday, 28th July, in Boscastle at the Museum of Witchcraft. So if you're in the southwest, you can check out Sam in an acclaimed play of guilt and suspicion set to the backdrop of the English 17th century witch trials. Tickets at circleofspears.com or direct from the museum. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Murder Dice during the break this episode. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. I hope to all the gods that the answer was no. I <laughs> challenge future Jason to put cement porn in the announcements. That's what I do. As you wish. It'll just maybe it'll just sound like creaking trees. Amorous creaking. 
<laughs> That's probably, yeah. The suggestive rustling of leaves. It'd be very slow. <laughs> It'd be like days long, wouldn't it? The sex enthusiasms. And on that cheerful note, guys, it's time for us to begin. <laughs> oh wow! Literally anything other than that conversation. I think we've all learned why the endwives left. Oh dear! It's time for flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party left Alessant, heading towards the town of Treachery on the far north-western edge of the Kingdom of Sewell. Along the way, they took some time to resolve differences, or arguments, as the case may be. They spotted a great black hound, which perhaps seemed to be following them, or simply hunting nearby across the moors towards the south and east of Treachery. They had a confession from their accompanying uh, child friend, Clara, <laughs> and were actually surprisingly accepting of it, at least surprising to her. Upon reaching the town of Treachery itself, they discovered that a seemingly exuberant uh, upper-middle-class upper family on their way out of town across the border to Thrine was none other than King Leon the Thirteenth and his wife Queen Marie and their children. The king was spotted by Corzin, who recognised his profile from uh, literally being right over him when he stole a key from around his neck. Also from him doing a toast to himself, which is <laughs> yes, his favourite thing. During a moment where he did a toast literally to himself as king. Uh, as, the ki as the party prepared to send to Jean-Paul Savat to alert the assembly that the king was flying to the west, the queen came and made a personal plea, begging for the party to spare them. However, Celestia called in to Savat with news of the departing king. At the same time, Scamp fled to the office of the local watch captain 
and using a uh, spell of charming, convinced them to take the king and his family alive and immediately convey them back under guarded transport to Alessant for trial. The party then fled, heading uh, either through magical teleportation, a, 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 an otherwise unknown feat in this world, or by simply flying across the wide and fast-flowing river Tretch, and found themselves across the border in Thrine. The four of you, no, five of you, including Clara, <coughs> huddled into a hollow where you kept watch for the night. After keeping your watch, spotting perhaps again a brief sign of a great black dog in the mists, you were otherwise untroubled for the remainder of the evening. And eventually, morning comes. It is a dull, grey, grim sort of morning. And you begin preparing breakfast on a small campfire and readying yourselves to head south. Do any of you have any business or conversations you wish to conduct while you are preparing yourselves in the first light uh, rays of light over the well through the mist? is beginning to come through, or would you prefer to head straight south uh, towards the forests to the south of the Tretch? Gonna have some I... morning opium with my coffee. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Corson was going to um, check in with Celestia, see how she's doing. <laughs> I mean, you have to be that in character, I can't answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, as we're sort of sat around uh, getting breakfast together, Coulson would say, So, forgive the silly question, but uh, did you manage to sleep at all last night? Nope. Don't expect so, but... Uh... <sighs> Just puff away at my pipe. Coulson's going to uh, try and get their bearings, because with the mist, assuming it hasn't been burnt off by the morning sun, it it's uh, going to be fairly easy to get turned around. Uh, indeed. Can you give me a survival check, please? Yep. Okay, that is a dirty 20. While the uh, mist is a problem, you are still able to see the direction just about of where the sun is coming from. And knowing where... Well, knowing where the sun is, you're able to therefore find east and get your bearings ready to head south. Leah has been preparing a small uh, pot of porridge on the stove and... While she does glance over at you smoking your pipe, 
Celestia. She makes no comment except to hand you a small bowl. Thanks. Oh. Quite all right. Anyone want any coffee? I'm going to have yeah. at least another you know one what? before I leave. Yeah. I, th- I think I could do with one. Clara looks up. <coughs> yes, actually. Um, yeah, can I, you can, can have, I have one. a coffee as well, please. There you go, Dan. Takes it, sort of sips it, grimaces and shudders. <laughs> You're all gross, they say, drinking a bowl of chocolate. <laughs> <sighs> Papa used to have these all the time. No. Have you ever had it really? before? She nods. Fair enough. Well, I know it's probably the last thing anyone uh, feels like doing, but we've got to um, face whatever happens today on a full stomach, so eat up. Mm. Okay. (laughs) You make your way through the porridge. There's, um, it's pretty simple fare. You don't have much in the way of spices or similar left over. It's chocolate porridge. Except for you, I've got Scout. plenty you of put, chocolate. You put porridge. You put chocolate straight into your porridge, or I guess into anyone else's you want to. Oh, it looks worse, Brown. <laughs> it tastes a lot better. Sisters are sort of like shoving her porridge around the bowl, like poking it, kind of pretending to eat it. Might Whoa. be less gross if you weren't full of opium. <laughs> Shut up. Clara sort of takes a spoonful. <coughs> it's quite nice actually does look a little bit like lumpy no, poo no <laughs> why would you say it it looks like lumpy poo <laughs> Causing just sprinkling salt onto his otherwise unadorned porridge oh no no that's worse that, that, oh, what? it's as no. good savory as it is sweet. No, <laughs> Leah's no. also uh, also does done the same and says, "No, I I actually quite like it the Kenny's way as well." Hmm. No. Well, we don't have any uh, honey or syrup, so <laughs> we should get honey. That'd improve everything. Well, maybe yeah. we can find a farmhouse or something that might have some be willing to pay for and sell it. There was a second one. I thought you were going to say, let's find a beehive. I was like, that sounds almost as bad an idea as what we're about to do today. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you don't want to go messing with beehives without the proper equipment. Well, if you see... Tell you what, if you find an apiary, uh, then, you know, then maybe we can worry about uh, asking one if if they've not all been raided. (sighs) Alright, I may hold you to that. We're properly procrastinating here, aren't we? We are. Yeah, let's, I don't let's we should go. get go. I just want to sit here and pretend nothing is happening. <laughs> However, you do gather... Uh, after finishing up your, your porridge, you do gather your things and begin heading south. Ooh. And just a thought as we're getting together things. Is it worth checking in on Adran? What with everything that's gone on? Might not be a bad idea. Mm. And uh, if you're up to it, and only if you're up to it, perhaps now might be a good idea to uh, figure out where 
at least where Olga was recently, if not where she is now. That might be a good thing to do before we leave, mightn't it? We, don't we do know. not want any unpleasant surprises. We don't know the consequences of looking at the past yet. Well, we don't know the consequences of looking at any of it yet. Quite, for, uh, quite so. Well, presence we think is safe, don't we? I mean, yeah, but you can't look at Olga. Olga. Olga has another one of these things that presumably, if not outright blocks, then uh, causes bad things to happen to anyone who tries to scry on her in this the present. This is making my head hurt. I'm gonna scry on Adrian. All right. And look at Olga five minutes in the past. What do we think, gang? Sure. All right, I, take I think out, that's the safest bet. Take out yeah, the storm, which I actually have now, because Sam hey. bought me one for my birthday. It's oh. so pretty. Oh, oh it's it beautiful. In real life on the table, as well as uh, in theory in D&D. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> just flickers the it's best It's so pretty, way. I love it. All right, you spin it uh, on a bit of flat, on a flat rock, and as it sort of spins around, you focus in on the, incre- to you at least, increasing circle until you feel yourself plunging uh, suddenly into the deep below. You find yourself again descending down, down, down into the waters. And as you peer around, you are surrounded by hundreds of these little bubbles. Can I ask? Can I ask you to remind me what your spell save DC is? Um, it is. Give me a minute. I'm pretty sure it's sixteen. Yes, sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. Because here's the thing. Because for once, Adrian has actually rolled a decent number. <laughs> This is the first time. This is the first time I've actually had to check what the modifier will be properly, because I know what his. It's um, <laughs> just from rolling threes. Well, I know what his now. wisdom save is. Uh, it's just a question of whether it will actually it's actually enough given the effects. There we go. Familiar. So you don't have a you don't have any of those things from him. But he does have a minus five to the save, so that ends up being. Yeah, that I think that's actually just in. Nope, that's not quite enough. So, here you wait until a, you sort of sit around and you spot a familiar figure in one of the bubbles. You push towards it until you emerge inside. Okay. Uh, Adrian is. It's early in the morning. Uh, Adrian appears to be kneeling down in some sort of dark, concealed space. Uh, it takes a moment for you to see where he is, and you realize he appears to be inside some sort of hollowed out tree trunk or tree it's uh it's upright and you can see there's a narrow sort of gap down below where he where he crawled into the trunk and 
he's actually he's not wearing his usual sort of fairly fine clothes, but what appears to be a deep blue uh, sort of a uh, deep blue uniform matching that of a Sulian common soldier. One of those belonging to the old guard. Uh, the other thing that strikes you is the sound that's coming through from the outside of the uh, tree trunk, which is the sound of musket fire and periodic cannon fire as well. I want to try and have a look who's shooting. Well, uh, as you look through, you can see he actually has... Uh, unusually, instead of the uh, classic drow uh, longbow, uh, yeah, compound longbow, he has yeah, a crossbow. He actually has a crossbow with him. Uh, possibly just because he doesn't have the room to, fu uh, to draw a longbow within this... Uh, within this trunk but you're able to peer out the same viewpoint he has as there's a sort of knot in the mm -hmm. tree which has been knocked through to create a, a sort of peephole and peering through you can see it outside there is a battle in progress it appears to be uh give me a perception check as it is as it is uh not as misty but it's still early in the morning 15 15 all right you can see there is a sort of muddy no man's land uh, be, uh, not far beyond where mud has been churned up by cannon fire and boots as various units of soldiers have been moving in between. There is uh, actually, you know, there are, uh, so there are positions where bags of sand uh, and other uh, uh, and just uh, logs and so on have been uh, used to create temporary defensive positions uh, from uh, often many of these are being used to support the cannons beyond or here and there majors who are coordinating forces or on one occasion sending a bolt of lightning towards a cavalry charge which you can see is sort of churning its way through over the mud through uh, towards one of the uh, uh, towards one of the units yeah. uh, with your check you would say yes you are actually able to identify which side uh, is the nearer side and that is actually the royalist side you can tell because uh, the other side has a mixture of uh, soldiers uh, dressed in the traditional sort of Sulian uniform but also those sort of national guards uh, soldiers wearing the red white and blue cockades mm -hmm. so but Adrian is with the royalist Adrian is appears to be behind the royalist lines mm -hmm. however as you're watching uh, he takes aim with his crossbow and fires a, sh a shot silently, which uh, goes straight out through and catches the royalist mage who has been firing the lightning bolt in the throat. 
he goes down suddenly. The uh, unit of soldiers around him begin to panic, uh, but the cavalry charge, which had just been all was on the verge of breaking from the lightning uh, bolt, reforms and charges into that position. Okay. As you, so he shot one of his own people in the throat, yeah. basically. Yeah. You watch as he seems to be waiting, and again you see a uh, hand, you see a unit of soldiers making their way uh, bet- uh, from uh, towards one of these emplacements. Uh, as they're doing so, the you can see the unit commander is in the middle of giving them orders when once again. <laughs> Adrian snipes the commanding officer. Okay. He gets off about two more shots before you hear a call uh, of someone crying out, Sniper! At which point he stashes, he, he quickly begins disassembling the crossbow into a more compact form, just essentially taking down the, uh, uh, the arms of it, mm-hmm. slots it onto his back and begin and crawls back out of the, uh, out of the, uh, uh, hollowed out tree trunk. Weird. The next few minutes are just what him. What is his sort of mood? He seems focused. Okay. Whoa. Just like he has a job to do. He, for the next few minutes, all you see is him just sort of stealthily making his way behind uh, various cover. Is he running away he from seems, the royalists? He doesn't seem to be running away from the royalists. They haven't exactly spotted him, but he's. But you can see over his shoulder a unit is converging on where the tree was. Oh, so they figured out where he was, but they he's now moving to another sniping position, presumably. However, before you can see where he goes to the vision ends. Was there anything on that out. field that would tell me anything about where it was? Uh, yeah, with the 15 you gave me on the perception, uh, in the distance you can see a uh, a river with a bridge. It would appear ah. it appears that the uh, nationalist, uh, the, the National Assembly forces have taken that bridge and are pushing backwards. And it's not a bridge backwards. I've seen before. It's not a bridge that you recognise. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I come back and I just relay all of this. I'm not going to say it all. Yeah. So that could okay. be those bridges by Terrasville. Yeah. That was in the code. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Why the fuck is he sniping the royalists? Well... <sighs> he doesn't really care about the war, does he? I mean... Uh, no, but no, presumably but it... he has something to gain? Or does your family have something to gain by this? I mean, they must. Otherwise, they wouldn't get involved. Hmm. My mother must see it as profitable to some capacity. But I'd assume that they were fighting with the king. Unless he knows which side you're on and is using it as a way to get closer. You have a point, A a roundabout way of of doing it. Also, those sniping high-up members of the Royalist Army, that doesn't necessarily get him closer to me. It does if so he's doing it for people on the other side who know you're with them. What do you someone mean? Could, someone on the, re- the the rebellion? Is there still a rebellion? Whoever they are, they might have sold you out. Maybe. In exchange for his help. 
<laughs> How many people actually know you're actively involved? Mm. I mean, as many as know that we're involved, like Savat and that general did, woman. Yeah, we may have upset her by not agreeing to assassinate a we bunch of people. We did piss her off. I mean, it's a. She may have found a new assassin. Yeah, she'd have to make the connection. But I don't think that's that hard. Also, especially from what if he I was recall, asking after me, but I don't know why he would have been in contact with her. So maybe that's a bit pushed, and you know he can't do hmm. sending or anything. Yeah, um, I mean I, he could have got somebody else to do it. There's fucking money out the ass, but oh, this smacks of like, counter espionage or something. Yeah, or it could be that they're trying to make the army weaker and then try, like, hold, maybe they want to hold more power within that side of the army, so they're cutting off all the best people so that they can replace them. Yeah. Makes sense if you wanted to uh, make rehiring the Ebon Guard a uh, potentially more uh, attractive option, but well, when they failed as catastrophically as they have once... Mm. But if you cut off all the best trained people... Mm. That could genuinely be something to do with it. Or mm. somebody could have sold me out. There's a lot of options here. Yeah, Good to we've know. enough information. Yeah. Because um, it's fucking weird. We should check on them again when we next can. Yeah. Like in a day or also, so. This... If his, uh, if his ultimate goal is to get to you, this is a very, very roundabout way of doing it. I mean, I don't know if that is his only goal. Mm. I'd assume that'd be in there. He, I mean, this is all my assumption. I I assumed that he was the person that'd be sent after me. But equally, right. it could be I don't know. entirely different. Yeah. There could be somebody well. else. They could have gone, well, fuck <sighs> it for now. I mean, I doubt they've gone, fuck it. They're not the types to let things go. Especially something Whatever. as embarrassing as me. <laughs> Um, you are pretty embarrassing. I know, right? I didn't want to say anything before. But... I scratched my codpiece. <laughs> no. <laughs> no! There are children present! I don't see I gesture at Corzin, because why not? <laughs> oh, yes, there is one. Sorry. Clara, Clara looks <laughs> looks to Corzin, who's presumably between Clara and uh, Scamp. Here's the smallest, I, I think. Yeah, uh, actually, how tall is Clara? Just as, uh, out she's of not curiosity. two foot ten. She's, no, she's she's not. Definitely she is taller than that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say she's a human child. She ought to be. Um, She'd have to be a toddler to be as tall as you. Pretty much. Yeah. So tiny. Ah. Yeah. I was going to say, um, Corzin might sort of strategically take his hat off and stretch so as to um, uh, to block this from view. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a little uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, that's a bit stiff this morning. <clears throat> I have literally cut things apart for parts. And that's what I thought. I can deal with crotch scratching. Who said I was doing it for your benefit? <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, are you planning to do any more scrying before yes. you set off? Yes. Um, shall we scry on Olga ten minutes ago? Yes. Um, I'd say five minutes just because we don't know what you can... I can do a lot in ten minutes. 
If she's travelling, it'll be fairly obvious. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you... Keep a close eye in case anything happens, yeah? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Also, yeah. if this fails, would... And, Clara, I have to ask your, uh, your advice here, because you'd know this better than any of us would. Would scrying on the cockatrice itself be a viable alternative? I think it would. That's a very fucking clever idea. Yes, it would work. The cockatrice is a creature. It should work. It'd have to be close by her, and it isn't always, but... Yeah, it depends It's if she's a possibility. It, but it's a fucking yeah. good shout, if all else fails. Let's try her five minutes ago, okay. and I've right. got one more. If that fucks up, maybe we can do that. All right. Well, if you know where she was five minutes ago, try uh, scrying on the cockatrice now. And she, if she's on it. first one first, darling. Yeah, of course. Um, so I spin the eye and I say, show me Olga Gristlegums five minutes ago. Okay, you spin the eye, you focus in, uh, and for the next ten minutes you're just sort of staring at, at it. You feel it expand, it expands, you plunge down to the depths, peer around at the hundreds of orbs around you. But none of the bubbles seem to have Olga in. And after a few moments, you feel yourself rising back up out. Well, that didn't work. Alright, no so ill effects though, I hope. Somewhere unscribable five minutes ago? She might have been. Or Because you can't... Or can you resist it? We don't know, I guess. You do not gain a tally mark. Because it didn't happen, yeah. Um, I mean, it could just be because it's her. But we skied on her in the future. True, actually. Yeah. The eye was not necessarily in her possession then. We didn't see it. No, it would have been. It. She left it to Clara, it oh. had to be. I mean, if we're going off oh. me, you can't have it too far away from you. She can't have stashed it anywhere. It must have been on her. But, but she was dead. She wasn't attuned to it. True, actually. Not the same mm. thing, is it? You know, just having a magic wand on you does not mean that, you know, um, you're able to uh, cast anything with it if you're dead. I mean, should we try the cockatrice? That means it's all your charges for the day. I know. Well, the only other thing I was uh, going to suggest you scrying on was the um, uh, the thing we talked about, um, mm. having a look at the... The Underdark in the future. can't deal with that right now. <laughs> no, no that, I, I need rushed. like a good day without any weird future revelations. Um, yeah, and we no, do have that's hundreds absolutely of fine. So maybe next time things are a bit more chilled out, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright. I mean, tomorrow I might look in on my sister, but I don't want to waste a charge on that, I think. You're going to conserve your charges for now, then? What do you two think? I feel like that's safest... In, yeah, let's keep one. Just for... It feels like an emergency one's useful. Yeah. Alright. So, you continue heading south. Making your way... Are you going by foot or are you conjuring uh, horse-like creatures? How far's the journey? The journey is... If you give me just one moment to grab my ruler. <laughs> because, <laughs> because map. Uh... To reach the edge of the woods, because you don't actually have 
uh, any directions further than that, than the woods south of Treachery, uh, you need to travel around 30, a bit shy of 30 miles, which uh, would be a, over a day's trek or, or, or by foot, or if you're just pegging it at full speed on on the horse like Creed, it's about three hours. Yeah, let's take the horses. All right. Yeah. So, you hunt, you, well, it's not that fast. It's more for 10 minutes. Horse. <laughs> 10 minutes. Horse. Horses. I sing the whole time. Draw your horse. You spend 30 minutes drawing horses. Ride like the wind. For half an hour, spend thirty minutes drawing horses. <laughs> Ride like Draw, the wind. Drawing for half an hour. The horses. <laughs> I start accompanying horse. you on various instruments every time you sing the horse song. <laughs> you don't quite do it in three hours actually, because because the rate of travel is a bit slow because you have to stop and draw horses. But after, uh, as you are racing by, uh, you eventually hit a point where you do actually uh, you're kind of racing over just moorland. Uh, but you do here and there spot small villages here on the Thrynes side, or farms or so on. And there's one point where you actually, uh, where you uh, you reach a point where you have to, you're coming close towards the end of your half an hour, third half hour of riding, uh, and you actually come close to a road. Uh, you're probably about at this stage, maybe. four or five miles from the edge of the woods. You can see it on the horizon in the distance. The uh, the great swathes of the Bois Noir forest to the south. The mists have mostly have all cleared away by and large, except for a little bit of haze in the distance, uh, burnt away by the the sun, although it is still a somewhat overcast sort of day. Uh, I I will say Corzin. Uh-huh. Uh, as you're kind of dismounting and getting ready uh, to begin drawing horses before they uh, before they disintegrate, you spot uh, a figure on the road coming in your direction. It appears from a distance to be a halfling traveller. Okay. Uh, just it seems like a halfling, maybe in the middle age. Yeah, sort of like uh, middle aged, brown hair, brown eyes. Um, dressed in uh, just dressed in classic, uh, you know, uh, tra- traveler's clothes. Got a kind of dusty old uh, brown coat on, some uh, and a faded sort of white shirt with a few stains. They've got a heavy pack on their back they look like uh they might have some goods or similar in it uh, okay yeah what what's the weather doing currently uh overhead i'm gonna say let me just uh see uh, sorry yes all right overcast the weather is always overhead unless you are in the sky <laughs> uh it is very slightly mizzling like it's a little bit more than little, it's not quite drizzle Okay. But it's a bit more than mist. How can you have this many kinds of rain? Now, this year is what I think they would refer to as mizzle. Why? Somewhere between mist and drizzle. That's a fucking Uh-oh. stupid word. I, like, I thought rain would just be one thing. It's like all the things. It's shit. Well, it's always wet. <laughs> oh. But this is a worse kind of wet. 
Yeah, like, just soggy and yuck. It's the sort of wet that kind of sneaks up on you, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to attempt to, I mean, uh, are we kind of just passing this halfling on the road? Uh, I mean, you guys have to, have to stop in order to uh, conjure up uh, new horses. You've got about two minutes left on one of the horses before it, um, you know, before it puffs out of existence. But there are trees and bushes nearby if you wanted to leave them behind a bush or even if you wanted to hide or similar. Or you could just wait for this uh, halfling to pass. He's probably going to arrive in about, like, at his current pace, it looks like he'll get to you within five, ten minutes and then probably carry on the road unless he stops for a chat. Mm. All right. How do we feel about being seen? That worries um, me personally. Weird, yeah. I'm gonna go for a little wander just behind this tree over here. <laughs> All right. You guys keep out of sight. Um, I'll uh, if he does stop, I'll try and get rid of him as quickly as possible. One person is going to be far less uh, conspicuous or suspicious than yeah. three or four or five. I want to take uh, take some of your weapons off and give them to me because they seem to be an identifier at this point. Yeah. All right then. Just and some he, of them, um, not all of them. Slowly, <laughs> he take takes the blunderbuss out from behind him, and then um, some of the pistols off his uh, oh, thing, dear. and then the, which weapons uh, are you the... keeping? Is <laughs> the easiest okay. way. Um. He's going to keep at least um, one pistol and uh, a sword. Okay. Uh, so you keep one of the pistols, you keep one, uh, uh, one oh, pistol. Oh, he, yeah, he'll uh, yeah. Yeah, take the bombs off as well. Yeah, and you take off your, your bandolier of bombs and uh, sort of just sort of, yeah, what, uh, uh, just stand by the road for a moment. Like, uh, do you, do you do do you sort of stand there, or do you like uh, take a moment to have a bit of a? Snack? I would probably actually um, find a uh, a tree or a um, uh, a comfortable piece of grass, sit down, and just uh, light up a pipe. Okay, you light up your pipe. You're smoking, and you know, just uh, nonchalantly uh, exhaling uh, uh, smoke into the air. The halfling traveller um, comes up towards you. Uh, he has a little. He actually has a little walking stick, uh, which is using you know, one of those little stuffs that if you do a lot of walking, it's just useful to distribute the load a bit. Comes mm-hmm. up and sort of approaches you. Hello there. Hi there. Pretty misly day. Certainly is. Looks up around. Certainly is. Oh, what brings you onto this road then? Oh, we're, uh, uh, well, I'm not. I was actually uh, hoping to go uh, east of here Hmm. because they're supposedly, I don't know if it's the right season for them. But there's supposedly some very good mushrooms and herbs in the woods over there. Ah, you'd be looking to go to the woods then, would you? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, if there's anyone who knows more about the woods in these parts, Mm. I don't know 
anyone who knows more than the old man at Gibbet's farm, don't we? Sort of really? thumbs backwards down the road. Uh, yeah, it's about fifteen minutes that way. I'll take you if you don't mind this. If you don't mind uh, taking the time. Oh, it's uh, quite all right, but I'm much obliged to you, Mister. Uh... uh, Merrick. Merrick. Hmm. Well. Oh. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, and I, he, he, get, he gets up and um, uh, puts out a hand and uh, uh, says, Halrin Copper Kettle. Reaches out and shakes your hand. Nice to meet you, Halrin. Well, pats himself down for a moment. No. Whereabouts are you off to? Well, I was down, uh, off on that way. Points, uh, Dr. Rowan, deeper into Thrine, but I appear to have... Oh, I was going to join you for a smoke. Ah. But I appear well, to, you're be, most to have left my pipe over uh, at the Gibbet Farm. Best go back there. Do I believe him? Roll an insight check. Do I believe him? I'm listening. Roll an insight check. I'm imagining I'm just like, you know, behind a tree listening to it all. Oh, that's a four. <laughs> that's a ten. Oh. Man's forgotten his pipe. <laughs> All right. I don't oh. believe it, Celestia does. <laughs> I, um... I feel like I should be listening, but I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're humming the horse song to yourself under your breath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making horses. I offer him a, uh, a drag from mine. Ah, oh, thank you very much. How Takes far it. away is he? Probably about. You guys are behind a bush, like thirty-five feet. You could probably walk slightly around the bush to get within thirty. But he's just next to Corzin, having a puff of his pipe. Could I get within thirty without him seeing me? Make a stealth check because you've got to slightly move from your position, but doesn't Lol. seem to have noticed you yet. Corzin is going to uh, ask him. That's good. So, are you native to these parts, or are you just passing through? Passing through. Uh, my stealth's a 22. Okay. Doesn't seem to have noticed you get closer. Detect thoughts, please. And put my hand to my temple. Okay. I imagine Corzin sees the thread, but... Got, yeah. yeah, you do see a thread. Uh, seeing this, he's going to try and keep him talking. So I'm from Wending myself, but travel around all over the place, to be honest. There's a... Uh, there's a, a, an old family tradition of just... Uh, trying to uh, get to each individual uh, country in Jover before you get to your uh, your nineties. Ah, uh, you hear him think. Uh, you hear him think. Each country in Jover. Sul. Oh, he says that lad. I'm from Sul, doing the trade. And you just hear him think trade. So what is it that you're trading? Oh, you know. Thanks for a Things I'm trading. Kettles. Pots. <laughs> he says, oh, you know. 
kettles, pots. He taps his... Uh, his uh, thought just what he's saying, but like a second behind. <laughs> this his. is either a really clever spy who owns of this stuff, or this is a man who sells kettles. <laughs> I, I can't decide which. Like, I literally can't. That's... Honest work. I wish I had um, uh, more use of them at this present moment in time, but I don't, sadly. Uh, you hear him think, you don't. Travelling. Oh, I suppose not with you travelling and that. Well, then you hear him think, back to the farm. Well, thank you for the pipe. However, I can't leave my own behind. I'm going to head back to oh, the farm. Oh, I understand. If you're looking for more, you hear him think, require, think, forest. Wants to go to the forest. If you need more help getting, uh, looking around that forest, I'm sure the old man over at Gibbet's farm will be able to help. If Is I... he uh, one of the large folk? Think for a moment. Old man is large? Yes. If I probe, does he automatically know? Like, how does it work? He will know if you probe. Okay. I think we're not going to. Yeah, you will know that someone, something is happening to his mind. Um, but he doesn't detect if you just sort of... Yeah. Not detect. Well. Uh, the good thinks day. Day. Turns <laughs> around <laughs> and starts walking down, this, uh, walking down the way. Pauses for a moment. Turns back about 30 feet from the cause in. Oh. There uh, Just a bit... A quick question... Oh. You said you were heading your way down to the uh, forest. He's out of your thoughts range, by mm-hmm. the way, at this point. Uh, you're uh, aware of, uh, you know, there might be dangers around, right? Oh, aye, that's why I, uh, I carry protection, and I gesture to the, uh, the sword and the pistol. Ah. Well... You be careful of that there monster in the mist. Monster in the mist? Mmm. That sort of thing that the old man at Gibbet's farm would know about. Might want to ask him for some advice on that. Being as he knows stuff about monsters in the mist and the forest. Indeed. Turns and Mm, I have a really, really weird question. Really weird. Was that Jason's accent going inconsistent or his? Ooh. Uh, that might actually be Jason's accent going oh. inconsistent. You did a northern vowel and I wondered if you were doing a thing, but it might just be no. actually from the You know what? Actually, no. Roll, roll an insight check on that one because that, that, <laughs> that's interesting, knowing, knowing, knowing this character. Seven. No idea. Uh, Celestia's ear wasn't quite tuned to it at that moment. It didn't pick up the slip. Oh, definitely the big bad of the campaign. Yeah. I mean... That's <laughs> it's it. it's no- yeah, it's Norit in disguise! <laughs> <laughs> um, just checking, is this guy... Would you call him ugly? Uh, he is extraordinarily plain. He's a very boring-looking... Is he so standard. boring it's weird? He is... I mean, like, roll an insight check? 17. Okay. Uh, looking at him, he's not 
so boring he's weird. Like, fro like this is the thing. Looking at his just ordinary features, he just looks like a common garden halfling. Like, he's not... He's not like that sort of absurdly plain, weird type. He, d he does look like just a dude, as it were. Although he, you do have to admit, his personality is pretty friggin' bland. I mean, his thoughts mm. were weirdly boring to me. Mm. Like, his features are just man on the street, yeah. but not so man on the street that it would draw attention. Oh. Coulson will say to him, well, best of luck keeping dry. Oh. And you as well. He, walks he cocks his tricorn down the road. And, uh, smiles pleasantly. And you can actually see in the distance there is a there is a farm with a barn. About fifteen minutes mm. walk down the road. Let's, I wait until he's like way gone. Oh yeah, you yeah. After he's gone and out of earshot, I uh, go up to the others and say, "I think we'd best give that a wide berth just to avoid suspicion." What, you mean the farm that he was talking about? Yes. Well, we don't want him to um, see me with a bunch of other people after having seen me and just chatted with me on the road. But That's going to look far more suspicious than just... information about what, we, what might be... A monster in the, in the mist. <laughs> well, do you, you don't think that's the, um, uh, the thing that was stalking us the other night, do well, you? Of course it is. I hope so, because otherwise there's something else. Yeah, I don't want to think about it being anything else. That makes me feel sick, so I'm assuming it's the, the big dog thing. Also, well, his that's... thoughts were weird. He's extremely boring. Well, that's not very nice. Hmm. No, but, like, I'm not being mean, just, like, weirdly boring. You're just thinking everything he said, you. like, three seconds before he said it. Usually people are thinking something a bit weirder, you know? I've met enough people in my time that, you know, Essentially, there is no filter between their brain and their mouth. I mean, even those people think some weird stuff, having read some minds at this point. He didn't think I anything suppose. weird. Really odd. I mean, he might just be really boring. but Or he I... might be evil. Yeah, or he might be trying to control his thoughts, which is the thing that worries me. He might be very good at controlling what he's thinking. Oh. It would be... Not beyond the realms of possibility, but an incredible coincidence if we happened to um, have randomly set upon a spy of some kind on the road here. I honestly am so paranoid at this point that I can't rule that out. <laughs> well, I'm not ruling it out myself, but I'm just uh, trying to think of it from a point of view of what's likely. There is a big old war on. Yeah. It's not far from the border still. We're not far away mm. at all. Also, is this... if, if something haggy is based here, there might be guards. Yeah, there might. I suppose. We don't know what form that would take. It really might be worth talking to this farmer, though. Because what if he does just have information in the wood about the woods and then we go in blind? Yeah. All right, well... And if it's a trap, um, being aware of it makes it better! <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, a trap that you're aware of, you can take steps to try and avoid. I quite follow your logic there. I mean, I'm um, literally terrified of woods at this point. Um, and They never end well. No, woods... The, there's always, like, fairy tales about woods that are nice. I've not met a wood I liked since I came up <laughs> here. Um, so... Do you have woods down below? <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no light. You can't have trees. Like, I wouldn't have thought so. fucking mushrooms, but... 
There, there are yeah, a few well, that patches would... of fungal forest, but that's they're, they're, they're not that common. It's a bit where the mushrooms are sort of thicker, but I wouldn't call it a wood. There's no wood in it, it's mm. all mushroom. And if you call it no, a mushroom, right. it just sounds stupid. <laughs> so, um... It does, rather, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well, maybe we should... Um, proceed on with caution, but... Uh, make sure that uh, whoever that uh, guy is is well gone by the time we uh, approach this farm. Yeah, maybe we'll wait a little while. Okay. Can we see the farm from where we are? You can. It's, uh, it is, in fact, 15 minutes down the road. Can we see if he leaves? Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Um, just right. a point. If he leaves, he's coming back this way. Oh, fair. Well, we'll see him coming. Yeah, but we should be ready to get off the road. Maybe we yeah. should move. <laughs> so that when, when he does leave, we're, like, not here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perception check. That's a one from me. So fuck on the fuck dice. Okay, that is a twenty-four okay. for me. Cousin, you track him all the way down the road. You watch him go in through the main uh, into the main building of the farmhouse. And he closes the door behind him. How long do you wait? Let's move up the road a little bit. Mm. Yeah, Up I'll keep an eye on it. Or away. Towards. Towards. Towards, but like off the path and behind some trees. Okay, give me a stealth check. I haven't rolled yet. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Two. No, uh, six. Sorry. Eight. But disadvantage Uh, to see me. I'm keeping the hood well up because it's raining. Eleven. Okay. How long do you wait? Like 20 minutes? Okay, you give it. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. While we're, do- while we're doing it, because it takes 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're hanging really around. Yeah. You give it, you know, 10, 10 minutes. By the time the 11 minutes have come up, hasn't come out. Oh, I'm bored! 15 minutes. Maybe you stopped in for a cup of tea. I'm recasting this. This is the worst weather to do this in. Yeah, you are just getting perpetually, like, slightly soaked. I feel like this is the... Oh, <laughs> although, by the time 20 minutes have passed and you've recast the spell to, to refresh it um, the the drizzle has fine, has actually petered out oh like fuck for that I dry all off with precipitation small clouds of steam much obliged <laughs> <laughs> still doesn't come out yet so this is feeling more and more like a trap oh so much I think he's the farmer and he's like, come into my lair and I'll eat you. He's like a cannibal farmer. I don't know. I'm tired. We could go in and if it isn't a trap, you go, oh, look, I met my friends on the road. Yeah, we could do lying. Well, it's been a little while now. <laughs> That's not even a lie. I mean, you did You were having a pipe the and then we came out and met you. That's fair. <laughs> Technically. All right. We've been dealing with Olga for far too long. Oh, no. Shut up. It's about a pipe. We're not yes. giving a whole fucking nation the whaling sickness or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do still have a sense of scale here, but mm. yeah. All right. All right. So right. Let's do this. You, you approach the, the farmhouse. The farm, as you approach uh, Gibbet's farm... Oh, um, the name's creepy. I hate it. Um... Are there any gibbets? There are no gibbets on gibbets farm. Oh, good. Um, 
if there are... It'd be worse if they were giblets. <laughs> if there are giblets, they... What mu- are giblets? Uh, Am I the, stupid? Uh, they're just sort of the organs of, like, a chicken or something. No, I think a gibbet is worse. That has a dead person in it. <laughs> yeah, you giblets kind of a... you'd expect on a farm. Yeah. yeah. Uh... And in fact, can I have each of you roll a perception check, please? More. Yep. Oh, a natural 20. Uh, you nice. roll again. 15 from me. That's a 13 from me. Today. Scam, in fact, you could smell giblets as you begin to approach. Uh, you can uh, smell what smells like blood or quite... St- it's it's faint, but it's in the air. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so trap. Um, the farm approaching the farm itself, however, uh, the it, it it does seem to be a pretty ordinary farm. It's built just from local wood. Um, I'm gonna cast mage armor. Okay, <laughs> a little bit of uh, a bit of leather around your horn. Um, Are there any visible livestock? Sorry, I'm actually going to get to that in a moment. Uh, I'll I'll finish describing it. So there's, yeah, it's a pretty ordinary looking uh, farm. There's a single large farmhouse, a single large barn. The barn barn doors are currently closed uh, and appear to be barred from the outside. Um, There is a, uh, the fields around, uh, actually the whole farm looks a bit short staffed. Uh, there's no no one outside at the moment, but it does. The fields don't seem to have been really planted, despite the arrival of spring. It's possible that this farm could have been hit a little bit worse uh, by the uh, ill effects of the uh, recession of the time going on. Uh, ah. The uh, however, the 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 farm door you the farmhouse door itself is there, and you can see. Uh, I'll say Celestia through the windows. You can uh, you can see there's a window. You can see some figures inside. Uh, there's one. You can just make out the outline of what looks like a human woman in a rocking chair, um, um. and uh, someone sat at a table with uh, what looks like a tankard. Ellie's made a connection, but I don't know if Celestia will, and I don't know if Ellie's right. I'm not sure how we there's go about a, Yeah, there's a thing um, I'm suspecting out of so character as well that I'm going to... I don't know Sorry, what Celestia knows about face snatchers. Okay. Yeah, that was what Roll I was thinking out of character. Arcana checks, both of you. Yeah. Um, that's a 13. That's a 7. Yeah. Because Ellie knows about them from the bonus content, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, As the Sam, <laughs> Corson doesn't know much about them at all. Uh, they're a f- like they—they vaguely heard the name uh, in a in a child's bedtime story about creatures that will rip off your face and wear it. Um, the Celestia, uh, you—you've heard like a little bit more like you're aware of the existence of creatures that are able to assume other creatures forms but not like the doppelganger of legend you mm-hmm. know that face snatchers are similar to that but 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 aren't the same that they don't you uh, uh and that they kind of do tend to uh, and that they you know that they're apparently not really intelligent or at least you know not to the level of people 
uh, and you have heard that these creatures could sh could change shapes in some way, but you don't know a lot of the details. No, but that's enough for the thought that mm. I'm having to be yeah. Celestia's thought. Cool. That was what I wanted to establish. Yeah. I wanted to establish how Fair. much I had put together because, like, Ellie has the benefit of knowing the bonus mm. content, uh, mm. but Celestia does not. I just sort of like put my hands on both of your shoulders and stop. Um, I had a thought. What is it? Good thought, what? bad thought. Bad thought. Oh, he good. didn't think complicated thoughts. He thought really simple thoughts. They were just basically what he was saying, but slightly further back. I feel like most people think more complicatedly than that. But face snatchers, they think really simply. They're not intelligent. Oh. Oh! Are they what they sound like? Yeah, they, um... I mean, they're not doppelgangers, obviously, because they're not really a thing. You know, they're just a legend, or at least they're not a thing anymore if they ever were, but they're, um... monsters that, that eat people and steal their faces, and they, they don't think. Look, the reason that they haven't taken over the world is because they're not intelligent. There'd be a I lot of gloves, were... right? Snatching faces? Yeah. I can smell blood. Okay. Right. Also, yeah, there are no livestock. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, Jason okay. is DM, tell me if I'm putting too many things together, but you said they take people's faces and they don't think properly. Yeah, so, like, that's enough for you to make those, those it, it was, connections. It was the thoughts yeah, that keep yeah. me up, so I feel like that's a thought that Celestia could have that is, had. That is enough for you to make those connections. If, uh, I'll I have my weapons back off you right ahead. now if I don't... <laughs> Um. Yeah, he didn't think like a person. That makes a lot of right. sense. All right, oh, I'll have my weapons back off you now if you don't mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. A moment's rearranging. <laughs> I mean, I saw two through the window. Two figures. Yeah. Old woman in a rocking chair and somebody else. Somebody halfling-sized, or we got a third yeah, one on Jason, our hands? I can't remember. Uh, human-sized. Human-sized, mm. but I mean, if they can so be anyone, I don't know what the rules are. Could be the same guy. Could be. I don't like this at all. No, I'm freaked out. Right. Well, I'm glad I read his mind. Oh. Yeah. Glad you were able to put the, uh... Uh, the connections together. No, I knew there was something weird. But, um... As horrible as it All is, right. that would make sense. Alright. I think before we, uh... We go into the main, uh, farmhouse, we should... Secure the wider area. If there's evidence of, um... Of foul play... That, and they're not in, uh, as intelligent as... As people they will have uh, not made the connections that an intelligent person would have done and not taken the precautions to conceal themselves. They will have left stuff. Yeah. Mm. So. Let's check around the farm, I guess, then. Yeah, yeah so are there, like, barns or silos? There is or... one main bar barn that you can see which seems to have a silo built into, uh, onto the side of it. Okay. Let's check out the barn. You move towards the barn. Everyone stay close. You're moving quietly? Oh, yeah, no, I, th I thought I would wander off into the woods. <laughs> I thought I'd start singing, <laughs> fuck it. Okay. Um, no, I'm kidding. Can I, have, um, can I have stealth checks, please? 
Yep. Oh, I roll at advantage Twelve. myself. I need to not forget that. Ten. Uh, eighteen. Damn it, I missed my boots. Mm, yeah, those are, those are in the shop. Mm. Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay, just rolling for Clara and uh, Leah as well. As you're making your way along, oh, no. walking, you walk closely by the farmhouse. You're not too close to the farmhouse, but you have to go near it, fairly near it, to get the uh, uh, to get to the actual towards the actual barn. And uh, as you go by, you can just sort of hear. Uh, I actually say with your passive perception, causing you get a glance yep. through the window. You can see there are a total of seven figures inside. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Uh, there is an old man in a chair. Uh -huh. uh, hu these are human unless otherwise stated. Right. There is a woman on the rocking chair, middle-aged, seems to be just knitting. There is a child... Um, just uh, sitting on a chair, uh, uh, sitting on some cushions in a corner, uh, holding a doll. There is what appears to be a soldier uh, who is cleaning a blunderbuss. There is a dull-eyed-looking labourer uh, who is an orc with grey skin and yellow eyes, just clean. Uh, who just is sort of. Uh, leaning just sort of sitting and staring at the wall and there that's is fucking weird and there is a mm. what looks like a brown haired brown eyed uh sort of darker skinned human fan uh, farm hand like sort of like mediterranean skin tone um mm -hmm. who is who just has a tankard drinks from it <sighs> times are tough <laughs> that's all he says and after a few moments, he drinks some again. <sighs> Times are tough. Oh, <laughs> it's that episode of Rick and Morty where they're in that virtual reality world. They haven't got enough processing power. <laughs> it's that guy going, "My man." Just, just as you make your way past the window, you hear a very loud crack. And you look back, and Leah's just stepped on a on a twig. Oh fucking hell! Oh, no. And she's yeah. and she's just face palming. Oh, oh yeah, and the halfling was it was in there as well. And as as this oh. happens, the door opens to the front of the farmhouse, and the halfling uh, trader uh, you can see begins to step out. Uh, I'm gonna roll a perception check to see whether he sees anyone except Leah. Disadvantage to see me. Yeah. I was going to ask of all the people who are in there, do they look kind of incongruous to each other? Uh, they sound it. Yeah, they, they sound they, it. They, yeah, yeah. They don't exactly. There's no obvious family relationship. Uh, okay, yeah. Like, they're they're just a random bunch like of people. Real people from your description at all? It's like yeah, all robotic. Yeah. Weird, yeah. Um, but, you've done terrible things to me because I'm looking at the situation, going, "How have we caused this?" So far, everything's our fault. I mean, everything is our fault. Like, it's terrible. What have we done to cause this to random strangers in a country we've never been to? 
<laughs> the halfling trader uh, comes out and looks at uh, and so over at Leo. The rest of you are sort of ducked behind the site. Uh, just managed to make it behind the corner of the building. Yeah. Oh, hello there, says the uh, halfling uh, trader. It's a different accent. Uh, yeah, it's clearly uh. a different accent this time. Uh, hello. She sort of darts her eyes towards you. So she's like, like, would you like to come in? No, no, I, I, I'm fine. I understand. You look a little scared. Perhaps you're a bit worried about the monster. Uh, what monster would that be? Oh, it's a bad monster. <laughs> Let the old man tell you. Old man, what was the monster? And the old man, sort of wearing kind of a long coat, gets up out of his chair, steps outside. And he's uh, got grey hair, faded blue eyes, looks over at Leah. Neither of them has seen the rest of you. Oh, yes. There's a monster. We trapped it in the cellar under the barn. Uh, what sort of monster would that be? It's a large black dog. We're terrified mm. of it. We want to stay away from it. I wouldn't go in there if I was you. A pair of them just stand. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <And watch>. oh, <laughs> Leah is kind of darting her eyes over to you to like looking at she, like, she just seems so frozen at her, up. Like, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh... See if she can get it. Yeah, she, she just seems to have frozen up as looking for cues. Um, Corson oh. is going to mime uh, to her to keep talking. Uh. No, wow, monster! That that seems like a big problem. Um, oh yes, mm -hmm. I am going to start drawing in my hand, using the rainbow spirit like a paintbrush, and do a major image of the big black dog. Okay, where do you make mm. it appear? Um, near where we are, so that they don't see it appearing, mm. and then I make it hulk around the corner. And growl at them. Uh, the two seeing it appear blink. Oh no! Oh no! And the pair of them both run inside and slam the door after them. Uh, okay. That was the worst acting I have ever seen. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, they weren't fucking bothered with it. I've got this for ten minutes. Is there anything well, else we, I can do with it? They did run away. They did, that's what I was thinking. Um, we scare them out of the house. Well, the, I'm more worried that they do have a big black dog locked up. Yeah, what if that was true? Um, Why run otherwise? I mean, we could kill it. Yeah. That'd be I one less wouldn't... of them. Yeah. And we do not have any um, uh, compulsion not to at this point. I mean, to be honest, I had a thought of just scaring them out of the house, but um, then they'll go and kill more people? Yeah, we can't just let them leave. We should get rid of them, shouldn't we? I think at this point that's probably the safest thing to do, although 
Damn it, where are all the bodies? Maybe in the basement of the thing with the dog. Because, I mean, I think we should if do nothing else... We've been standing here talking for too long, I'm worrying. Uh, it's about this point, uh, Corzin, that you hear the sound of a door opening towards the back of the uh, of the uh, farmhouse on the... Shh, everyone down! Okay, uh, you're all kind yeah, of... Yeah, we all duck. You're all ducking. Okay, so you see... Uh, you see three figures emerge. Uh, the child, uh, the uh, the child who is carrying her doll, uh, one uh, in both hands, the soldier who is carrying his blunderbuss, and the orc labourer who is carrying just a long, straight-up long-handled axe. And yet, I'm still more scared of that doll. <laughs> yep, fair. Um, yeah. They've yeah. all come out together, yeah? Uh, you can see uh, the child, the soldier, and the uh, old... Oh, creepy old kids with laborer, dolls! Uh, have no. all come out at the same time. Am I within 90 feet? Uh, you... I mean, you are, like, so... Okay, so the you are on one side of this rectangular building. You're all kind of clustered on, for the sake of argument, I'll say the north side. Uh, the south, uh, the east side is where the main door is, where the two, uh, where the trader, uh, the halfling trader, and the old man just fled into. Uh, the west side is where the back door is that the child, the orc, and the soldier just came out of. Mm-hmm. So. But I am within 90 feet, is the point. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to um, take the rainbow spirit in my hand and sort of squash it, and then go <sighs> and blow it out like a mist and cast confusion at them. Oh boy. All right. Okay. Uh, and as you do so, I think at that point, can I please ask you all to roll initiative? Ah! Uh, okay. Uh, that's a 12. 15. No, hang on. 18. Uh, give me a moment. Yeah, 12, sorry. Can't count. 15. Uh, twelve from Celestia. Is it eighteen from? Uh, what a thirteen. Stan? Sorry, I can't. Can't add up today. Okay. Uh, Celestia, what is your dexterity modifier? Um, it's three, but also jack of all trades. Thank you. Yeah. Um, which does apply to initiative. We did check. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> for clarifying. Okay. Because uh, I've been getting it wrong for weeks, and Robert went, "Should I do one more?" <laughs> so, yeah. No, fair enough, I did not realise. Uh, Alright. Okay. Uh, so, as you go, uh, so you turn around and I'll say that you kind of, uh, so you're getting ready to release the uh, blood, uh, and you get around and you release the <laughs> burst of uh, rainbow spirit. As this is happening, uh, I'll say... Actually, yeah, sorry, you're getting ready to do that. It's not a surprise round. Mm -hmm. 
because because uh, they know at least that Leah is there. You got a wow. You got an eight on her initiative. Yeah, Leah. <laughs> Leah's Sorry, not Leah. on it today. <laughs> uh, all right. And, Leah's tired. <laughs> yeah, and Clara got. Clara also did poorly. Clara got a five. Wow. Okay. Uh, but that, uh, with that in mind, uh, so Scamp, you can actually act first. Uh, I have no idea what to do. So, um, uh, yeah. So how far away are they? So they are mm, it's about 20 foot at one end. You guys are fairly spaced out throughout it. I'll say that from you, they are between 15 to 20 feet away, the three of them. They're all clumped together, uh, orc labourer, child, and soldier. Does anything magic show up? Because I'm still concentrating on tech magic. Uh, so that is an interesting thing. Uh, let me just uh, check the stats I have for them. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't, actually. Hmm. Yeah, not with the way that not with the uh, 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 with uh, the way they're set. I was just about to drop it, so I was curious. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing shows up as magical uh, from them. All right, so uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I will <laughs> grab one of the many skulls I have in my pocket. Oh. Now. <laughs> yeah. Too many skulls, and I will cast hex on the creepy child. Okay. These children are creepy. You yeah. hex the child. <laughs> as you as you cast it, suddenly her eyes just fill with ink. Uh, her begin to fill with inky blackness, but she kind of blinks and shakes them off. Because uh, I think she, does she can she resist this. Let me just check. Uh, hex, I don't believe so. I don't think you can raise it. Really. It's like it's, Hunter's Mark, yeah, I think. Oh, it's like Hunter's Mark. In which case, no. Her eyes just sort of fill with blackness. Oh, that so made she's it worse. I made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. They haven't attacked us yet, so I will hold an attack. Because I don't feel good throwing fire at a child who is probably evil, but has yet to harm any of us or, or show any intent of harming us. That's, uh, so that's I will, the thing. Hold a. I'm gonna hold a twin. Can I hold a twins thing? Uh, I will say that if you, 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 yeah, you can prepare to cast it and hold it. But if you don't use it, it'll be gone. Uh, by the time of your next turn, start of your yeah. next turn. So you're, you, if you're holding something that specialized, then you're. That's, if you're holding something that's not a cantrip like that, then if you don't, well, it's use gonna it, be a cantrip. But I'm gonna twin it. Oh, in which case, yes, that's fine. You can hold a twin, but you spend those. But you spend the sorcery, spend sorcery point either way. Lovely. All right. So uh, next up then is actually the soldier uh, who turns around the uh, corner uh, and is uh, 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 and just looks at. Oh, who just did that? That was. Oh no, the soldier. Uh, war, uh, sorry, I need. Uh, yeah, no, you haven't had a chance to cast yet. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm in the you're, process. You're about to cast, but he hears you sort of stop uh, the, the 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 musical interlude, the, the musical effects that start to come with the confusion spell. Mm -hmm. Turns around the corner, and I think he's going to go for the person who he sees first, which is actually going to be Celestia. Cool. Uh, and 
really incongruously, uh, you hear him, uh, you hear him, him say, Now, my dear, there's a, I've written a number of books. Would you like my signature? And he's going to fire uh, in John Paul Savat's voice, and he is going to fire his blunderbuss at Why does he have John Paul Savat's oh. voice? <laughs> That's bizarre. Oh, no. Oh. So this is a direct, at a direct slug okay. shot attack. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. That does not hit. Okay, you just pull to the side as with a... Oh, no, it does. Sorry, with my... My, with my waistcoat, my armor class is 15, so okay. it's, sorry, I apologize. Uh, I remembered it as 16, but that is something else. You do duck to the side, uh, but, it, the, but the shot still catches you uh, across the side, and it is a... It is literally a, sl a blunderbuss slug. Can I still cast my spell because uh, I haven't technically got to my turn yes, yet? Yes, you can still cast it. Brilliant. Uh, you do, however, take eight points of, uh, of damage. Cool, that is doable. From the slug shot as it grazes Why past the fuck you. fuck does he have Savat's voice? That's uh, really I will scary. release the spell because that's... Yeah, that's that's enough. Enough. yeah. yeah. That'll, I'll hit yeah, him fair. with one and the child with the other because that's where I was aiming. Okay. I'm really impressed with myself that I got face snatches. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, no, that's Yay. really good. <laughs> I had uh, the thought, but I, I, I was thinking... There's not much to... Oh, fuck. Well, Corzin hadn't actually heard his thoughts, that's the thing. That's yeah. The yeah. Whereas I had, and they were weird. You yeah. Know? Uh, sorry, what was that? What As was Sam, I... Yeah. That's 16 to hit the little girl. Uh, that hits the little girl. Uh, oh, well damaged. less on the uh, 13 so, to hit the soldier. Uh, the soldier, however, duck, uh, dodges out of the way. Okay. D10s. Uh, that is 12. 12 fire damage. Okay, so 12 points of damage. That's, that's the child, right? Yeah. Okay, you shoot the child. Oh, the child is hexed. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Is, More damage. Uh, an extra 5 necrotic damage. Oh. Jesus, okay. On the creepy, creepy child. You <laughs> shoot the child in the chest. I'm sorry! Uh, you, uh, her, her chest begins to burn away uh, with oh. with black with a mixture of black and brilliant orange flames. As she sort of pats them out, uh, there is now a gaping wound around that has burned away some of the flesh, and she just stares creepily up at you. Oh God! Okay. Does she though? I'm four foot four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's uh, how so, tall is this child? Uh, this child is. About it's about Clara's height, so uh, I've got to say like about yeah, it's still about like four foot. Okay, so a little bit shorter than you. Well, now I feel really bad. Uh, okay, so Ganel, uh, uh, that next up, uh, sorry, uh, and ta uh, damage for hitting the soldier, please. It didn't. Hit. Oh, you it didn't hit. A, it missed. It was a thirteen. It yeah, was a, soldier yeah. ducked out of the way. My apologies. Okay, uh, causing. Okay, Corson is going to uh, use bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on the soldier. Okay. And is then going to level his carbine at it. Ooh, nice. So. That is unfortunately only an 11 to hit. Again, the soldier manages to sidestep out of the way as the uh, shot goes off. Damn it! Uh, the child uh, is going to run up to... Uh, so, 
I should have asked for this beforehand. Uh, there are. Uh, I'm going to say that Clara is sort of off to one side a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, but Leah. Uh, so the four, there are four of you along the uh, t- northern, the sort of top edge or, or the northern edge of the house. Uh, in what, who is most to, who is closest to the three that have just appeared? I feel like I'm at the front because I was going to cast a spell on them. Yeah. And so that would make sense. That's fine. Celestia is at the front. If I'll I was say, trying to do a thing. Causing like you've would... probably stepped up beside Celestia or do you want to be behind her? Uh, I was going to be behind her because I'd be sort of um, yeah, not quite huddled to the the wall of the barn, but That's um, fine. Leah is towards yeah. the back. Then I'll say, Leah probably would take the most uh, the position on the uh, closest to the other side, and Scamp can be in between. Unless Scamp, you'd prefer to be all the way away from these people. Uh, no, I think I'm good. All I'm right. Good where I am. <laughs> uh, in which case, the child is going oh. to. Uh, it, it, uh, is going to use her movement to loop around uh, Celestia and Corzin and come up so that she's sort of uh, a, not just a, just north of Corzin but still within five feet of you, Scamp, as she runs ah! in. Uh, and she's going... Know, what's she going to call out? She, and she calls out, yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> please say you won't leave me. And then she oh, draws no. a d- she no. draws a no. knife out of the doll and tries to stab you with it. Perfect. Fuck me. Uh, what part that was of the a doll natural. Knife come out that was a natural nineteen. It was hidden up one of the legs and through the body. Uh, uh, it's God. like a little shanky knife. Does it still have a doll leg on the end of it? Yeah, we'll say she ripped the doll leg oh, off as part of the really handle. Scary. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a natural nineteen. Uh, no sleep for any of us tonight. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, yeah, she proceeds to uh, shank you once for nine points of damage. And... Oh, hellish rebuke. Yes. <laughs> and I just scream, don't use her voice! And fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your save on hellish rebuke? Uh, it is. Where is it? It's gone. I can't remember what kind of save it is. It's a dex save. Oh, is it dex save? Oh, great. Yes. For them, not so much for you. Oh. So is it... uh, What is your safety? 16. Okay. Uh, 16. That's not enough. All right. They burst into flames. Roll damage. Oh, that's really good. Don't use Clara's voice. I will get angry, apparently. That's 27 on 3D10. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's an you don't role. use Clara's voice. I'm going to say, because that one, that one was the child and it was the smallest. Oh, do I get hex damage? Uh, yeah, roll, roll, roll hex damage as well. One. <laughs> one necrotic damage. Oh, it, she just bursts into black, orange, and blue flames. Uh, and you hear a sort of <laughs> come from the child as she stabs you again. Uh, although wow. this time it actually bounces, it slides off your skin thanks to the magically enhanced armor. Because I'm pretty sure a 16 does this, actually wait. A 16 is your armor class, isn't it? No, it's 15. Doesn't 15. do much on oh. mage armor. Okay, no, that. Uh, uh, okay, in which case it slides for a minute and then sinks back in. Uh, you take another seven points of damage. Ow. 
Uh, I need a concentration check twice, don't I? I forgot to yeah. do that. Um, both are fine. Yeah. She oh, is, it should have been advantage anyway. She's anyway. just blazing. Oh, what was the total damage? Sorry, I got distracted by rolling dice. Total damage, I believe, is 33. Jesus. From, 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 oh no, to her. Sorry, to you was, yeah. um, mm, 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 16. 16. Cool. Thank you. Cool. All right. That's the, that's the child's turn. Uh, <laughs> then it's Celestia's go. So the child is dead or not? No, dead? the child is on fire, is a burning wreck, and is somehow just about still standing. Okay, because I'm they're literally inhuman. Still uh, going to cast nature. confusion. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so like say, mash the rainbow spirit together like a powder, and then go <laughs> and blow it at them, and they breathe it in. Okay, so targets were soldier, orc, uh, and child. I really hope they're susceptible to this. Uh, okay, so... I don't the... see them being wise, was my thought. So the soldier, you Not see bad. a rainbow yeah. glow appear in their eyes. The child sort of shakes it off, natural 17. Fair enough. Uh, the dull-eyed orc laborer, the, go- uh, the rainbow spirit uh, eyes appear in their eyes, they blink and it's gone. <sighs> Sorry, that was a natural 17 and a natural 18 on those rolls. Okay, at which point the other four who succeeded on their stealth checks above your passive perception uh, emerge from the opposite side of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, all four, uh, and the halfling trader, the old man, the woman, and the t- uh, and the one guy with the tankard uh, although the guy with the tankard you see has uh, has discarded the tankard in place of another blunderbuss all burst out because they managed to catch you by surprise they get advantage on these attacks I forgot to do a bonus action on the worst oh you can do bonus action in if you want okay I just wanted to um to a little, well, come on then, fuckers, we're having a fight. And just rainbow spirit flares out of my hair and they all get five temporary hit points. And you can move hey. if you'd like, but only if you don't bother about using up your reaction. Oh, use probably that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've used it already. Oh yeah, you have, haven't you? To tell us tribute. Well, five temporary hit points anyway for everybody. Thank you. Ooh. I think Corson will move, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where do you want to be, Corson? Uh... Are either of the two groups close enough that uh, he could close into melee with them? Uh, I will say that you could get into co- into into melee with either group. Uh, the uh, because the well the the child is literally right next to you, although right. you can move past her without provoking attack opportunity because of this. Uh, the dull-eyed orc laborer and the soldier are both within about they're like you could fit in between the pair of them. Uh, and they're easily within running reach. Uh, the I'll say this happens just as the other four are emerging, and they're in a clump right. it, together as well on the eastern side. It would make sense that I went to the one I've cast Hunter's Mark on, so cool. I will go to that one. Do you want to go the between soldier. soldier and Orc, or just up to the Soldier? Um, Up to the Soldier, I'm not creating a flanking situation. Cool. Fair. All right. Mm. <laughs> 
So yeah, you're now within five feet of the uh, soldier, who therefore cannot, uh, who therefore will take a disadvantage if he tries to attack with the blunderbuss. Uh, mm -hmm. All right. However, at this point, the all the aforementioned other four emerge and are going to act in the order of their real initiative order, some of which was higher than yours. Uh, okay, so the first one is the halfling trader who's going to come right up to nearest person is Leah uh, and just use his traveling, his walking stick like a fucking shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Leah, thank you for reminding me she has plus five uh, hit points. Mm -hmm. As does Clara. Five, as does Clara, which is useful to know. Uh, all right, so uh, he's going to try and shillelagh her, has advantage on the attack, which is good for him, but not for, uh, for Leah. That definitely hits. Uh, so he does 11, uh, 19... 23 points of damage to Jesus. Leah uh, because oh. sneak attack damage uh, oh. as he manages, as just as she as she's still looking at what's happening before he manages to shunt his shillelagh right between her shoulder blades mm. you hear her cry out ah! uh, as he manages to get her in the back uh, and then takes another melee attack which he can just do uh, does an extra 9 points of damage Sweet Jeebus. Okay, so that's 31 <laughs> points of damage in a single round. Uh, Leah is down to 16 hit points. Uh, then, the, then next it's the woman uh, who bursts it up. Uh, she, uh, who bursts up and is going to... Uh, you see that she has just a long carving knife, mm -hmm. uh, and as she and she's going to run up. I think this time to scamp because it's on that side. Uh, Is she the farmer's wife from Three Blind Mice? Uh, she <laughs> basically looks like yeah, it kind of looks like she that. comes near my tail, <laughs> uh, and no. she is actually going to slash down at your tail. Uh, no. While calling out, um, oh, you you have more books for me. Oh, uh, God, oh. I hate this. So first attack. I hate everything. That's, yeah, that's a twenty-one. Uh, so it allows for the sneak attack damage as well. Help! Oh, eight. Okay, so you take uh, sixteen points of slashing damage. Okay, I'm still concentrating. Okay. Fucking hell. Okay, the second hit doesn't get sneak attack damage, but it was a natural 20. Shit. Uh, so you take another... Yeah, you take another 16 points of damage. Okay. As she drives the carving knife down and actually sinks a goodly way into your tail. <laughs> okay, that's terrifying. Next up, we have the old man, uh, who uh, has also uh, Is he confused? yeah. Sorry. Is he confused? No, that was the or that is the orcish laborer oh. uh, that is confused. Uh, the old man comes out, <laughs> no, uh, and is going to 
and I'm going to say he too has a blunderbuss in the classic old man with his shotgun style. <laughs> Pumps it and is going to fire at... Uh, yeah, you're in range, Celestia. That one, however, was only a 14. So it smashes into the wall of the farmhouse instead. Uh, And then. You're a shit shot. uh, He he calls it. He then. He calls out, Well, gather around, gather around, and I'll tell you a tale. Who the heck was that? This is the man from the interlude on like episode three. Gather out, gather out. Oh god! Like, you vaguely recall having once heard of someone speak with that with that voice. Uh, next up, Celestia doesn't know it's the man from the interlude, but Ellie does. Uh, the uh, the orc laborer sort of hulks forwards and is going to swing at uh, Corzin. Uh, no advantage on this, but that was a natural 19. Uh, okay, and yeah, as he hit. clips you with the blade for a solid 10 points of damage, okay. he he looks down at you looming above and goes, Olga Gristlegums never lies! Uh. That's even weirder coming out of somebody else's mouth. Yeah. Uh, Leah is going to able to act at this point and is going to uh, yeah I think it's time for her to invoke a, a fighting spirit as her bonus action Yay. so gives herself five temporary hit points back as she screams in fury uh, and is going to proceed to attempt to stab the living shit out of the uh, uh, out of the I think it's going to be out of the woman, actually, who's just uh, nearly tried to... Uh, who's nearly cut Scamp's tail off. Eesh. So... Yep. Oh, one of them hit, one of them is two twos in a row. Uh, does still do 12 points of... Uh, no, 13 points of damage to the uh, to the woman, though. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, at this point... Uh, Clara is actually going to act and turns to the child uh, and, of all things, seems to sneeze at her. (laughs) Stay away from my friends! And you see as the cough, as the splatter of spit hits the child, the child sort of... (laughs) seems to start coughing and sputtering. Uh, and actually seizes up and, yeah, slumps to the floor for a few moments. Not um, contagious unless she wants to be. And mm. just uh, and just remains there out of commission, shuddering and shivering, and otherwise uh, out of the fight. Uh, I'll say that she's disabled enough that you can, that your hex can be moved now, Scamp. Great. Uh, but she is she's incapacitated but not dead. Uh, at which point the last person is going to act uh, as the uh, as the man who was formerly with the tankard and and now has the uh, and now has a uh, has a blunderbuss is going to look at uh, he's going to step forwards past Le- beside Leah um, and he's going to go for you, Corzin. Uh, aims at you, Corzin. 
Times are tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's in every video game that's ever been written. <laughs> yeah. Times that's, are tough. That's a 16 to hit your armor class. That just hits. All right. <laughs> you, because he does have a sneak in, you do end up taking 17 points of uh, damage, of Picasso damage. Okay. And top of the round, <laughs> King Hell. There's a lot of people in this fight. Yeah, there are a lot yeah. of people in this fight. Uh, Halfling Trader is going to fire uh, at Leah. Uh, and what did he have? He has. Uh, no, he doesn't fire. He hits. So he's going to try and just smack Leah. My apologies. Uh, which he does for <coughs> six points of damage. Just takes it away uh, temporary hit points. Um, and uh, plus one. Second hit uh, misses. And actually misses badly enough that he smacks the old man in the face. <laughs> uh, doing ten points of damage. Wow. Wow. Um, bad one. <laughs> yeah. Crack. <laughs> okay, Scamp, you're up first. Ugh, I'm having trouble imagining where everyone is. If I was to cast a fireball, is there anywhere it could be useful? Uh, you can cast a fireball in such a way as to hit uh, any of... If, as to, if you want to hit the most characters, you can cast a fireball as to hit... I'll say you could just get... Halfling trader, old man, and times a tough guy in a single <laughs> ball, or soldier and uh, orc laborer in a single ball without hitting anyone else. Mm. Clara has actually run off to the side. I'm trying to work out what's the most useful. And also, did we decide that using my magic stick counts as casting a spell or using an item? Using um, casting a spell, we decided casting a spell. Yeah, we did. I remember. Yeah. So I can't do it as a bonus action. Yeah, because you're casting a spell, spell through an item, but it's still Ooh. casting a spell. Balls. Four balls. Um, then I will. How many people am I in melee with? Is it just the one? Uh, just with the uh, yeah, pretty much just with the with the woman. Cool. I will try and get the most people possible in a fireball. Okay, that will mean Sounds times true. are tough. Old man and halfling trader. Yep. Yes, I did not give these things names for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wish they'd managed to carry this out slightly longer. I was just going to pluck names from your minds uh, of people you'd creepy. met along the way. Uh, if you I give them it. names, you'll only get um, emotionally attached. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just the third level fireball. So that's deck saves. Uh, only... Wow, only times a tough guy makes it. Oh. <laughs> Fucker, I hate that guy. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be the last one standing. 18, I just have like an instinct. Everyone, like, all his friends are going to be covered in blood surrounding him. He's just going to be a times or a tough. <laughs> <laughs> that is 31. Ooh, okay. Decent. Uh, half to 15 for times a tough guy. <laughs> so the other, so old man and halfling trader. Okay, old man just went down there, so hands are up. So 39, 31 was that? Yes. Okay, so... Old man is somehow still standing. 
um, because he's terrifying like that. Uh, Halfling Trader is buffeted against the wall of the building, but seems to still be just about uh, ready to fight. Both of them are now on fire, and apart from a low sort of... They are still seem surprisingly fighting fit. And I will quicken a shocking grass on the okay. person, the, the lady who tried yes. to take my tail. On the woman. Uh, and I'm going to tide this because I really want to get away yeah. from her. <laughs> oh, well, they're both terrible. That's 14. Uh, 14 is exactly enough to hit. Okay, good. Um, so that is five lightning damage. Oh... It's it's not enough to well you know it's enough to make her suddenly let uh, jerk away with her knife and uh, cannot uh, and therefore yeah cannot take reactions I believe I will move away from as many people as possible <laughs> oh yeah you bugger right I want to be out, out of the there. way of that sneak attack that's yeah. the main thing no you are well off to one side now you you run past uh, up sort of almost on par with Clara but about 20 feet away from her uh, so you are solidly out of the way okay uh, soldier who is hunters marked uh, is gonna actually take disadvantage and st- still try and fire at you with the blunderbuss um, okay oh wait no shit we established blunderbuss rules you can fire without disadvantage at a target next to you because it's it's meant to, because it's basically a shotgun yeah alright so that however was a four so Okay, Corzin just ducks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the soldier's go. Corzin! Right, I am going to try and cut him down to size. Hey. So. Down to your size? Yes. Or, <laughs> that will take uh, all day. Ages. <laughs> right. Okay, so, first attack. Uh, that's an 11, that misses. Second attack. Natural one, but lucky. That's better. That is a uh, 26. That does hit. All right. Uh, I'll roll damage for that. That's seven slashing damage. Hunter's mark uh, for a further one. And the final one. Uh, That is a 24. That hits. So... Six slashing damage and Hunter's Mark for a further four, so ten. Okay. You slash, you slash once, you miss. You go to thrust. You actually lose your grip. The sword flies out of your hand and then into his into his chest, into his gut. Anyway, you quickly pull it out and then jam it back in again. <laughs> no, that's supposed to stay there. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. As you 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 pull it away. Uh, anything else you want to do in your rant? Or are you good? Uh, I'm going to try and manoeuvre around on the uh, the spot, presuming I won't take an opportunity attack doing this, mm-hmm. uh, so that I have him between me and the orc. Okay, you do so, You do so, which does not uh, provoke an opportunity attack. You're fine. All right. Uh, as that happens... Uh, that means next up goes the woman. 
so yeah, in, she having pulled away from trying to stab your tail, uh, slash your tail off, she flips this, the the knife around so that it's in more of a stabby motion and is going to stab twice at you, uh, Scamp, while screaming. Oh, oh god! Oh, god. This is uh, she in melee with um, uh, Leah as well? Oh, sorry, no, she can't. Yeah, she can't go for you because uh, you ran away. Uh, actually, no, yeah, I'll fuck it. I'll say she runs after you, provokes an attack of opportunity from Leah. Because I just say that. So this is like the world's worst clip show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that attack definitely hits, and Leah proceeds to do fourteen points of damage to her, and so just stabs her in the back as she as she runs away. <laughs> okay, uh, and yeah, she she slashes down at you. Uh, ah. Only one of them hits. Does do six points of damage, however. <laughs> Okay, uh, how close to not hitting was it? Uh, oh, very close. So, I didn't give you a chance to, so if you want to bend luck, you can. I will. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's minus four. That is enough. Just as she is about to hit you, she slips. And the swipe uh. goes wide. As it does so, roll a d100. Uh, oh. oh. Reset your tides. Uh. Oh, ice cream dice. Uh, 96. Hold up, that sounds oh, like a suspiciously familiar one. 96. Why do oh, I no. Why do I, I fear like that? No, no. Oh, no. What is it? Every, basically everyone in the fight. I moved 30 feet, though, in my last turn. You did move 30 feet. So, hold up, let me just judge that. All right. So, the soldier, the woman, uh, Clara, because she's 20 oh. feet from you. The yeah. soldier, the woman, yes. Clara, and Celestia, but not <laughs> Corzin, all gain vulnerability to piercing damage oh, for the God. next minute. That's the worst. Oh, and you also. And you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just going to mark oh, that. Oh, no. That's really bad. Oh. Oh shit! I forgot to do something. Okay, no, I rolled for I, I I cocked up and forgot to roll the soldier's confusion check on his turn, but he rolled a act naturally anyway. Cool. Uh, right. So my apologies. Uh, yeah. He does not escape confusion though, and so the rainbow. So it's still, still up, but he did do his yeah. thing normally. Yeah. Yeah. So still confused. Got that marked down. I do have that written down at the back <clears> of my book. If you need notes on that, by the way. Thank you. Uh, all right. So yeah. So this. One, two, three, four, five. All vulnerable. Okay. Uh, that after the woman's go, it's Celestia's. Um. Uh, how many of them could I get in a fifteen-foot cube? In a fifteen. Like without hitting anyone. I'll say that, that if that you uh. It, does it, is a 15 foot cube that originates from you? From me. Alright, based on where you can run to, woman is actually now over by Scamp. Uh, yes, you can get Times a Tough, Old Man, <laughs> and uh, Halfling Traveller all in a single blast. Okay, I'm gonna go fuck it and do a knee slide. <laughs> you end up next going, to, basically next to Leah, just and for being I'm gonna past do her. a third level Thunder Wave. Because I think nice. that might be what we need yep. at this point, to be Bang. honest. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So that is a con save. Yes. Nope. 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 Yes, good. I'm just finding D8s. I'm sorry, I've lost all of them. Help. <laughs> Where are the D8s gone? There are more of them. Help. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> sorry, I'm just having a moment. Ignore me. Um, that is not fucking bad, actually. So that is 18... Uh, 25 on 4d8, which is really Ooh, quite good. Really really and they're all pushed 10 feet away, so yeah, all of them all are shoved away. away 10 feet. Um, need to get a pencil which has a working rubber on the end at some point, but I'll just cross them out for the moment. Uh, thank you. Uh, all right, so yeah, all of them are pushed 10 feet away, and okay, so the old man and the halfling trader are both literally obliterated, their limbs come flying off. <laughs> Uh, with the force of the blast. Only Time's a Tough Guy is still intact after taking, is it 25 points of damage? Uh, yes. Uh, No, 20... Yeah, 25, sorry. Oh, it's 25, yeah. Uh, It's still intact after taking 25 points of thunder damage and having been previously caught in a fireball. Sort of lands on the ground, picks himself up, shakes his head. Times are tough. <laughs> oh! I'm gonna then turn to Scam and go, "Did you fucking see that?" And I'm gonna give them inspiration. <laughs> uh, nice. You notice as the pieces land on the ground, the skin shrivels and becomes a dull grey, and the faces all turn into weird, featureless uh, blobs. Like there's still a protrusion of a nose, but it's strangely rounded, mm-hmm. and it has slits uh, along the side instead of more human-like nostrils, and the eyes become glassy and blue orbs. Oh, God. Um, I would like to also get up and uh, move slightly out of range of the ones that I've just done because they're 10 feet away so that's not an attack of opportunity hopefully yep. I'd just like to move back a little bit okay uh, you move out of range well I mean the only one that's still standing on this side is uh, Time's a Tough Guy and he's but yeah you move far uh, you move solidly out of the of the way so he'll have to chase after you if he wants to blunderbuss you without disadvantage yeah okay <clears throat> that makes it uh, well old man is dead as is Halfling Trader. Oh, it's Orc Laborer. Orc Laborer is going to swing down at you uh, twice causing. Uh, okay. 16 and a 19. I think both of those hit. Yeah, both of those do hit. Okay. Four does 11 and then 11 uh, points of damage as he just beats down at you um cry uh, 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 crying uh, out you bastard i thought you were dead uh, oh you are not going to do that to me so 22 points of damage to cause and he's still up yep i'm still up oh then you must be pissed <laughs> okay there is rage building behind Corson's eyes. It's a small like mist of steam coming off him. <laughs> yeah, uh, sees that times a tough guy is, is about ten feet away, but has a priority. But but also sees that uh, the woman is still stabbing down at Scamp, so she's going to run over towards the woman and uh, do some piercing damage. 
Uh, yeah. So she is uh, with that. Okay, yep, yeah, that hits. That hits. Uh, so she proceeds to do... Uh, yeah, more than enough. Uh, as she just stabs the woman once through the chest and then once through the back of the skull. Her flesh is weirdly spongy as the blade goes through and as the uh, and as the uh, blade comes out of one eye her form her hair just seems to wither away and she becomes a bald gray uh, moist skinned creature with bulbous blue eyes one now shot through with a uh, with a blade uh, and the aforementioned oh. sort of bulby protuberous nose she slumps to the ground that is horrible uh Clara is going to uh, basically just run well out of the way range of any blunderbuss shots for her turn to keep me out of harm's way. Uh, although actually, no. Are, do any of you look especially close to being uh, to, uh, to being uh, to, to to being downed? Nah. Uh, really. I'm at about quarter. Uh, not enough for her to run over and uh, she stays with it she runs past you so that she's like within 30 feet of you Uh, but that's all for the moment okay Uh, so then finally time's a tough guy strides forwards to get with it you've moved away he can get within disadvantage rain no no actually you pushed him away okay he gets to just within 20 feet of celestia so close enough to make this without uh, without disadvantage and cocks his uh, his weapon while uh, uh, while glaring at you and calls out times are tough I love that everybody else is playing mind games and he's just doing this. Uh, that was a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, it so hits. Come on. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, Maybe he's not the smartest even amongst this group. Yeah. Uh, and you take 15 points of uh, damage. Cool. Percussive damage. Okay. Uh, top of the round, it's Scamp. Uh, Scamp, uh, the woman is... Uh, okay, so characters who are still alive. Uh, the soldier is still alive. The orc labourer is still alive. And Time's a Tough Guy is still alive. <laughs> um, soldier and orc labourer are flanking, causing Time's a Tough Guy is sort of steadily advancing, reloading and firing on uh, on Celestia. I'm aware, by the way, uh, historical uh, reenactment people, that blunderbusses do not cock. Uh, I have just remembered this. Oh, well. <laughs> this one does. It was specially made by Yes, this someone. one was specially made for the purposes <laughs> of drama. Okay. Face snatcher blunderbuss, and he's using it wrong because he's not real. Boom. Yes. Very. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Um, I well oh I'm gonna twin a second level chromatic orb okay. and hit one at times are tough <laughs> and oh who's the biggest I'll go for the orc labourer okay roll your so, attacks times are tough ooh that is a twenty two to hit that hits. And the other one is um, a 19 to hit. That also hits. Well and I'm going for fire, because fire seems to be working. 
Uh, so for the first one, I rolled a d10 instead of a d8 on one of those. So <laughs> re-roll that. So that is 16 on the first. Okay. Which is times a tough. And on the other one, much worse. That's 13. So just like, okay. got the little diamond out and just screaming. Just screaming at this point. <laughs> yeah, so one, <laughs> one of the balls blasts over and sort of impacts the orc labourer's shoulder, setting it on fire. He pats it out and gets ready to swing his axe again. The other one blasts into... Uh, the skull of time, the skull and upper body of times are tough. Just sets them on fire. Oh, sorry. Uh, sets them on fire. You can just see the outline of skeleton. And as he advances a few more steps, like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger from oh, the God. Terminator, <laughs> and as he takes a few more steps, staggers and just has one last call of times are and. <laughs> face plants into the ground. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, I'll use a bonus action to get some sorcery points back. Okay. Loads. Uh, uh, the soldier is going to uh, try and fire at Corzin with his blunderbuss. Then uh, that's yeah. That that's a nineteen. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, so. And he does 18 points of damage. Okay. Straight down. Corson's looking rough. Not, you know, death door, but rough. taking some rough. solid hits. Well, it's Corson's go. Right. Corson is going to maneuver around, so he has both uh, him and the, uh, the orc laborer in his sights, and he's going to take out his own blunderbuss and load it with grape shot. Okay, so you're manoeuvring around so they're both in target. That is going to provoke an attack of opportunity from... Uh, would you prefer to provoke one from the, uh, from the soldier or the orc laborer? I think, given the situation, he's going to want the orc laborer in front of him, so it'll be the soldier. Okay, soldier is going uh, is gonna, to uh, just try and essentially uh, hit you with the butt of the, uh, of the blunderbuss. Misses. Okay. You're now between the salt. You now have both of them in the line of fire as you load up the grape right. shot. Right. Now, um, if it's a grape shot, they've got to make a deck save DC 14. Oh, uh, the grape shot's a scary one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd save for half of this, but am I also still uh, allowed to um, roll my hunter's mark? I will say yes. It does I will him. say yes for the purposes of this. Rule of claw. Okay, so. Base damage. That is a 13 base damage. Both of with them... With a further... Oh, sorry, yes. Yep, go on. Uh, both of them do manage to slightly duck out of the way, so they only get the, the edge of the spray, so that's rounded down to six, but uh, roll the... Uh, but also roll the Hunter's Mark damage. That's a further six Hunter's Mark damage. Which is because you avoided also rolled down to uh, three... So it becomes nine to the soldier and six to the orc laborer. St uh, both of them sort of take the blast and then creepily straighten back up. The uh, orc laborer tilts uh, tilts his head 
When are you gonna when are you gonna come back, Pa? No, 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 I'm not okay. Celestia. <laughs> you're up next. Um Times a tough guy is dead. The only two left are soldier and orc laborer. Oh Same. shit! I forgot to roll. I I did soldier wrong again. Uh, soldier. Okay, fuck it. Uh, because of the uh, because I fucked up, I'm actually going to give uh, soldier a little bit of it uh, a little a, a little extra moment here. No, I forgot to. No, sorry. Say it as well. I'm sorry. I I completely forgot. Uh, but I am still concentrating, though. It's still a thing. Yeah, you are it's still concentrating. Minute, so there's no reason. I won't uh, be. So, but what he does do is uh, he he moves up behind Orc Laborer uh, and fires. Oh, okay. Okay. Totally counts as surprise. <laughs> so uh, he proceeds to do seventeen points of damage to Orc Laborer. Having your chest blown out from behind is surprising. I would. It imagine. is surprising. Mm. So yeah, that's that's what he would have rolled. So I guess he did that and, uh, as an extra action. To so it's just him up. and orc laborer. It's yeah. just him and orc laborer who now has a hole in his hole, hole in part of his chest. Still standing though. Really disconcertingly. Uh, okay, and yeah, Celestia. Um, who was the one who spoke like little cousin? Uh, that was orc laborer. Okay. Just gonna look at him and say, You know, your friend kept saying times are tough. He was wrong. They weren't, but they're about to be. And I cast Dissonant Whispers at level two. Nice. Okay, natural 17 on the wisdom save, so half Hit. damage, unfortunately. Bugger, bugger, bugger. Kill him! All men are d6s, is it? I just need to check. Uh, That's four d6s. Yeah. Lovely. Let me just find the d6s. Many d6s for me. Hooray. I can't find the dice that I want today. Do you ever have a day like that? Yeah. You just yeah. a pile of dice and they all look the same. <laughs> I have so many dice doing. and I just rolled a d10 instead of a d8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled three, four, five, six. That's exciting. Ooh. So it's 11, um, 15, uh, 18 on the dice there. 18 halves to 9. Um, I like to think he just punches himself in the face, if that's okay with you. <laughs> yeah, he just sort of uh, raises the axe to, to go at uh, Corson and then just sort of pumps the just the handle of the axe into his own nose. Yeah. And you hear a cracking sound. Corson, <laughs> this fucker needs to die. I'm going to give you inspiration. Oh, so bad. Right, okay, inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration for you... It's a D8, D8. now. Yeah. Yes. You... I've used a little thing. <laughs> You're basically pretty close to where you were at the start, aren't you, Celestia? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've not moved that far. Because the old laborer goes next. Uh, and he was raising his axe to go down for, uh, for Corzin. Uh, but after doing that, he's going to turn around and look at you and says... I don't break eye contact. Nobility is a lie. And it's going to come for you. It provokes an attack Ooh. of opportunity from Corsa. I think I've got to roll oh, something Oh, I'm there. taking this. Okay, I don't freeze up. That is a 
27 to hit. That hits. Would you like to roll damage? Yes, I would very much like to roll damage. <laughs> if I roll a save for being freaked out by that, what would it be? It would be wisdom. What's the DC? I mean... Call it a 14. Oh no, I didn't roll enough. Celestia freezes up. Alright, um, that is 11 slashing damage. As the, or- uh, as the orc turns around, steps up to Celestia... You see uh, the old labourer raises his axe and Celestia is just frozen. And then you take your opportunity. Finish him. Okay, um, as he's uh, turned away from me, I uh, cut through both of his, uh, uh, the tendons of his legs from behind and then jam my uh, uh, sword up through his perineum. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh I don't want to think about as that. You, as you slice oh, no. his hamstrings, he goes down, you jam the sword up so it just goes out to the hill. All the way through. Oh. Never disrespect my family. And as his his face just turn, his turns into the weird grey form of all the other face snatchers, he slumps forward off the end of Corzin's blade and out comes... A great deal of, well, let's just say awful in the process. <laughs> awful. Ick. Yeah, you may need to clean your Emphasis on the ick. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm just oh. I'm thinking about perennium's too hard. Oh. It's just really bad. Like, it's Leah, done something I'm sorry, he's brain. a short guy. It's oh, what he would yeah. go really for. bad. <laughs> Leah, seeing your reaction, oh. just charges past Celestia, just screaming incoherently. And is going to attempt, and I'll burn her bonus action on uh, Fighting Spirit, is going to just try and stab the living fuck out of the last remaining uh, 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 last remaining face snatcher. Uh, okay. Well, the first hit fails, but at least it wasn't a one, which is what the other one would have been. Uh, the second one does hit, though. And she proceeds to do not, uh, eight points of damage as she stabs into the soldier. Not enough to kill it, though. All right. Uh, Scamp, you are up. Well, um, actually, no. Uh, Clara is Clara is up, but seeing everyone seems to be having uh, 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 have things under control, she's she's going to run towards she's going to run towards Celestia. Uh, but and gets near next to her uh, before uh, by the end of her turn, but she has to dash to do so. Uh, okay, so scamp. Um, I'm just gonna chuck a firebolt at him. Go for it. This looks like it's nearly done. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. That's a twenty-five. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, sixteen. And finish him. Nice. I'm not paying attention. I'm going to go running to Celestia and just chuck it without really looking. Because <laughs> she does not look in a good way. Yeah, it just <laughs> strikes him in the chest and he slumps to the ground, his face greying and going slack. Everyone... Uh, as this is uh, happening, Leah and uh, Leah, Clara and Scamp both uh, all run up towards uh, you, Celestia.
Well, that was terrifying. Are you all right? No. No, I didn't think so. You went all funny looking. Yeah, sorry. That voice, I didn't... I don't think I recognised it. That was a bad voice, right? Yeah, that would be my mother. Hasn't heard it in a while. <sighs> well, now we all know what she sounds like. Yeah. That's useful, maybe? They're plucking voices out of our heads. Yep. Coulson's going to take a moment to... Any of them that have a head left, he is going to uh, remove from the shoulders of the body. Oh yeah, if the child's still alive or ill on the floor, I'd like to shoot that as well. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I just... kind of like walk off on my own from it, just casually shoot it on the way past. Yeah, you just put put a uh, put a shot into its skull and it sort of stops shiv uh, shivering and turns back into its dull grey form. Does the knife stay? Yeah, it's it's just a knife. Okay, because I was going to say, that's a knife that was concealed in a doll. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck makes something like that? <laughs> you, you peer at it. It's not well made. Like the, the... It's a knife that was shoved into a doll rather than a specifically made knife. <laughs> yeah, this is not an oh, okay. artisan that, crafted assassin doll. I mean, although your train of thought was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I needed something to get me off the subject of perineums. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. You're the actual worst. Oh, we all have the most disturbing brains at times. Sometimes I hear oh, one of you or I hear myself in this game and I'm like, fucking hell. Like, how are we not <laughs> mass murderers in real life? <laughs> <laughs> Leah um, <gasps> follows after you. I mean, it, it seems a bit pointless to say it, but it wasn't actually her. I know. Um, I'll be all right in a minute. Just did something to my head a bit. Do you want company or space? I have no idea. Okay, I'll... I'll just be here. She's about just stays about five feet away. Cool. Corson is going to use his uh, healer's kits to try and tend to people's injuries. Yeah, you take a bit of time to do so. Uh, if you guys wish, you can just spend yeah. an hour to properly treat yourselves, take a short rest. Yes, or... please. We could do with a rest, couldn't we? I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, as, I'm not as fucked as you. I look at Scam. Is your tail okay? Terrifying. No. I'm going to oh. bandage it. Yeah. And... Thank you. Oh, you... that's so cute. <laughs> so can, uh, that's so cute. You can expend four uses of your healer's kit to ever, uh, give everyone an extra d6 on this rest. Oh, can I, can I do a song of rest? That is precisely what I'm going to do. Uh, and yes, can you I can... actually remember to yes, do a song of rest? To... <laughs> oh my god, that and never happens. Uh, yeah, where do you guys want to take your rest? Because your options are out here on the, on the grass by the farmhouse, uh, in the fields, uh, in the... Uh, locked from the outside, a uh, barred from the outside, stinking of blood, uh, barn, or inside that the, one out. <laughs> or inside the cheerful farmhouse. I think inside the farmhouse. Okay, you all assuming there's the really, nothing else in there. Uh, give me an investigation check. Yeah, well, can I help? Yes. I don't think okay, I help. I'll I'm sorry. Do it with advantage. No, no, no. Don't. 
Okay. Um, I rolled a on the dice a three and a one. It was if it's with advantage, can I re-roll the one? Yes, but only the one, because weird halfling luck interactions. Okay, that's slightly less terrible. Um, that's a fourteen. Okay. Uh, you quickly, sort of, you know, weapons in hand, check through the rooms of those uh, of the farmhouse. There does not appear to be anyone or anything else in there, uh, and there are enough seats in the main farm room for you to, ch- to for you to at least start your rest. I will say that you continue searching during parts of this short rest, and I'll talk a little bit about uh, what other things you might find if you also if you include in this just a sort of general. Light ransacking of the farmstead. <laughs> yeah, can I cast the tech magic as well during that time. Yes, you can. Just in case. Do I also get the uh, the d6 from that, or uh, was uh, was that you? You all it is including yeah. you. Yes, yeah. Clara was. So get a d6 injured. for the healer's kit and a d6 for the song of rest. Yeah, is that so, right? yeah. so add. Uh, I think it's a d8 for song of rest. At ah, this level. excellent. Oh, yeah. so give excellent. yourself a d6 and a d8 uh, plus any hit dice you you spend. No, yeah. You do need to spend at least one hit die to benefit from the soul rest, I believe. Yeah, I think so, yeah. 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 And I can spend up to half, so I'm going to do that. Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say I don't really help with the looking and just sort of yeah. softly sing for a while. Um, what do I sing? I'm saying. I sing how to shed tears because that's an in-world song. Oh. Nice. Yeah. If you haven't heard that song, okay. listen to the bonus content. It's a song what Jason wrote. It's lovely. <laughs> tears. As the uh, as you take some time to rest, bandage up your wounds, and search through, you find um, there are a few scraps of food. And they are literally scraps of food. Uh, some chicken bones, of uh, one kind, half a mouldy bag of grain in the in the larder. You can see sacks that did contain food that seem to have been devoured. Uh, the whole thing has been stripped. You do find that there are more than a few chicken bones as well, actually. Uh, and you do at one point find an empty chicken coop. Uh, which is filled with more feathers and more bones, which have been picked clean. Uh, Searching within the farmhouse, there's no sign of the original inhabitants. uh, They must have been eating something. At least in a a physical sense. Uh, You do find a number of their possessions, including old clothes, dresses, uh, another doll, this one of a bear. Uh... You find a total of 53 copper pieces in a sock hidden under a loose floorboard. Mm. Uh, This is all really sad, isn't it? Some farming tools. uh, Obviously the knitting. Uh, There was a small cask of ale which was opened up and actually become quite sour uh, by the time it was being drunk by Time's a Tough Guy from the Tankard. Uh, and but you but you do find one thing of interest, tucked up in uh, been tucked beneath the bed, uh, in the bedroom. There is was one sort of 
reasonably sized bed that could easily have suited uh, fit perhaps three or four people into it. Uh, there was you find a sketchbook uh, uh, filled with charcoal sketches. There's no writing. Whoever lived here does not appear to have been literate. But the drawings are really quite beautiful. Mostly birds, various landmarks. And as you as you make your way through the different uh, birds and sketch, uh, the different sketches, again, mostly birds, one stands out. It's a picture amongst uh, of what looks like a rock which is formed in such way a way as to appear to have a scowling face to ah. it, surrounded by trees. And as you make as you uh, uh, leave your way through, you actually find a very simple charcoal sketched map uh, which seems to indicate the road, a little square for where the farm is, the edge of the woods and the position of some of those landmark interesting looking landmarks including hmm. uh in a much simplified form the scowling faced rock all right i bring that back to the others and that's in the diary oh, due west from the rock there. with the scowling face south southwest from the tree shaped like a grasping hand straight on from the pit until you reach the cottage Huh. So the rock with the scowling face, that's that's a start. Yeah. That's there's good. somewhere Although, to go. There's something that uh, still doesn't sit right with me here. Where are the bodies? They're in the barn that smells of blood. Or do they eat them? Um, what What's left of them is in the barn that smells of blood. I don't want to go in the barn. <laughs> we should, I'll though. Go. Okay. You're not going yeah. on your own, don't be dumb. I put my guitar on my back and start walking with him. Whatever happened to the people here, they didn't deserve this. I think they d uh, uh, the least we can do for them if there is any is any of them left. Mm, you're forgetting about the potential burial. dog monster as well, darling. I think they probably just pulled it out of our heads like the voices, but... Probably, probably but, you but know, just in we case. We need to check. Yeah, let's, let's be sensible about this. Um, Let's have a little listen at the door. Just because they're dead doesn't mean they're still dead. Give me a, perce a perception check. Okay. Thirteen. <laughs> Seven. Uh, twenty-three. Just the gentle sighing of the wind through the trees. All right. Swear, no one said the wind would be this fucking creepy either. You don't get wind underground. Not as much. You don't get the through the trees noise. Well, that makes sense. Okay. You know, there's times and places where that's actually comforting, but now is not one of them. I've literally never known a forest <laughs> where it was good. <laughs> So that's that's not a like good sound to me. That does not bring up good fluffy associations, you know. You lift up the the heavy beam on the outside and pull open the barn door. Within, you can see there are empty stalls where there were once animals. No sign of them. A few dried droppings here and there. And in the centre. 
there is a trap door soaked through with blood beneath the straw. Looks like it might lead down to a root cellar. All right. And uh, Corzin uh, reloads his blunderbuss and he uh, levels it at the uh, trapdoor and says, Scamp, when I give you the word, open it. Okay. Um, In fact, you don't even have to touch it, do you? You can do your thing. That's a good idea. Let's all stay back. Well, ask friend to do it. Or... Your tiefling thing. Oh, if it's locked, then I can't. Is it locked? Uh, It does not appear to be locked. As far as I Try it. Try it. If it's locked, then I'll just shoot Um, it off, frankly. Again, is it worth checking there's nothing moving? You make a perception check if you want. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want zombies to jump out. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. That's That's 22 on the perception. Level 7. Four. (laughs) All you can hear is the creak of the floorboards as you step over towards this and listen down at the trap door. Can't hear anything. Step back, I'll try it. Readying that sort of inner reserve of magic, you cast your will forwards and with a heavy, with a sudden boom, this trap door swings open and slams shut. Uh, Corzin does not pass. flinch. <laughs> so count us. <laughs> Why is you it always see, so loud? <laughs> you see down below, just illuminated by the light that is now filtering in, there is a set of steps that leads down into darkness. And at the bottom, illuminated below, is thick red-black straw. And... Just out of sight from when looking at it immediately, but as you move forwards, you can see there are piles of bones streaked with blood. Some are obviously bovine in nature, even tiny chicken bones here and there, with the various livestock's remains were tossed down here. But you do spot. I'm going to say cause and get rolling a medicine check. Alright. That's a natural one, but lucky. Uh, that is another 22. Okay, you kind of peer forward. You can't quite make it out, and you actually slip, ah, roll, and bump down into the root cellar. Mm-hmm. Ah. And as you sort of, uh, and as you peer, I'm all right, I'm all right. You kind of land almost flat on your face, and as you peer up, you peer into this into the bloodied skull of a human child. You peer up, and you count seven skulls in total: human, halfling, and orc. Fuck. Gilson takes a moment to settle himself. You also spot the three bear traps that are hidden in the uh, straw uh, in the straw at wow. the base <laughs> with that twenty-two. Uh, you okay? Are they primed? They are primed. Right. Good. All right. Be careful. There's uh, traps down here. Can we get some light? Actually. Yeah. Sure. Sorry, I didn't think. I 
throw some light in. <laughs> the blood, the, right. the gory sight is now illuminated with a gentle purple glow. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, are there any um, remains besides the skulls? Ah, uh, yes. You spot Thema here, Tibia there. Uh, a f- the, uh, the individual rib cages where they're still more or less intact. Oh, this place is a mess. All right, hold on a second, and um, I'm just gonna uh, search for any uh sufficiently uh, hefty object to safely trigger the uh, uh the traps without actually you yep. know, getting in the way myself. You pick up uh, so you pick up the leg uh, the leg bones a uh, bone of a bull. Oh, please. <laughs> If you wish to, you can, if you wish to use that, yep. or, and just. <laughs> oh, that was not a nice noise. So Celestia from um, the trapdoor. Hate to ask, but there's definitely only seven, isn't there? As far as I can tell. Okay. okay Although that's it's something. all a bit mixed up in here, I think oh, we're just gonna have to uh, dig a very large hole and put all this in it. There's no way we're going to be able to sort through it all. Yeah. Or light a big fire, I suppose. I vote for fire. That sounds less disgusting, doesn't it? Alright, well, in any case, we're going to have to get it out of here. No, we don't. We burn the whole thing down. Let's just burn the barn down. Okay. Alright. Hold on then, I'm coming back up. There are supplies of lantern oil uh, and a certain amount of just cooking oil within the kitchen and and stores of the farmhouse. And working together, you take these and begin just dowsing the entire barn. Uh, Clara and Leah pull the bodies of the face snatchers into the barn while they're at it. Uh, And and uh, roll the heads in afterwards. You seal up the barn so that you, there's just one window with a, with a hay, through which you can see an oil-soaked uh, bale of hay. Clara... Alright, Scamp. ...turns to you and gives you a nod as well, Scamp. I'm gonna start it in the in the trap door, just to make sure everything down there goes up. As you blast, uh, as you just shoot a uh, blast of flame, the oil-soaked straw that you've already put down there, the few remaining just jars and so on, uh, immediately begin to crackle and spread growing a little bit at first and then soon enough beginning to spread into a much wider conflagration you step out you close up the exterior of the barn and then you just do you stand and watch to make sure or do you Cousin does for uh, a while, but after yeah, maybe I think we'd check. You take about ten five, minutes. Ten minutes. 
Uh, he's going to go, yeah. right, I need a drink. Here you go. I pass in the bottle of whiskey that I'm already slightly swigging from. I take a generous helping out of it as well. <laughs> Anyone else or just me? Leo is going to reach over and take a swig as well. Thank you. It's all right. It's been that sort of day. In that sort of fucking month, darling. <sighs> Alright. <coughs> I guess let's go... Do something else horrifying. Yeah. Fuck it. And with that, you turn and you make your way south towards the woods of Bois Noir. And as you leave the blazing farmhouse behind you, we are going to take our break. So, join us again after these no doubt important messages. And now a word from our friends over at Murder Dice. Oh hi, didn't see you there. But mostly because podcasts are an audio-only format. I'm Ben, Dungeon Master for Murder Dice, a 5th edition D&D podcast with some 2nd edition flair. We just kicked off our second campaign, Murder Dice Volume 2, and invite you to join our new slayers, Bastion, Cassius, Brain, and Nicodemus, in their adventures across the homebrew setting of Kiatum, a land of dead gods and forgotten magics. So if you're looking for an actual play podcast to listen into and feel like a part of the action, become a murderer today and download Murder Dice anywhere podcasts are found. Nothing says class like whiskey, and nothing's more genteel than the smooth, smoky taste of Barley Crush's Dwarven Single Malt Kearney's Whiskey. Made with the pure waters of the McCranach Highland Spring, you can rate, follow, share and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs in style. Barley Crush's Single Malt Kearney's Whiskey. All the joy of a hammer through your enemy's skull in a glass. And... Welcome... So, you make your way south the last few miles towards the edge of the Bois Noir Forest. This shorter distance, it's not entirely worth conjuring horses unless you really want to. Uh, and if you do so, well, by the time you hit the forest, there, it, it no longer becomes practical to travel on magical horseback. Simply put, the woods made of thick deciduous trees that are beginning to bud uh, with the first leaves of spring are far too tangled and close together for you to ride in the straight lines needed to cover ground quickly on horseback. And in the, with the uneven ground and the uncertain wood, it is far more effective for you to travel on foot. And travel on foot you do. 
I would like to keep an eye out for moose. Howling moose, apparently. What was that? Uh, um, probably one of those horrible big dog things, I guess. I'm going to start setting up my bow just nervously. I'm going to put my bow up. Yeah. There is a moment as you look as you look around, I'll say, Causen, you've got the highest passive perception. Yep. You do see something flicker through uh, between a pair of trees. And it's gone. <sighs> Fucking things stalking us. Yep. Right. At least one of them. Between the high, thick branches overhead and the dull grey skies. Within the woods, the lights are... There is ever-present light, but it is dim. Very little uh, direct sunlight is dappled at best. What sort of time of day is it now? It is, by this point, uh, late afternoon. You spent a good couple of hours resting and then uh, preparing the funeral pyre. Yeah. Actually, one of the things Corson would have said at that point, which I forgot to say before, was... Now, I know this is possibly feeling a bit like a, an empty victory, but I think we can all agree that... Uh, it is much better for everyone involved that those things were not left alive to molest anyone on the road. Oh yeah, they had to be gone. Still yeah. felt like throwing fire at a child, though. Wasn't they, not darling? Not gonna lie. Had a child's that, face. That was no more a child than... Than what? Than the thing that's, uh... That's... Old Mother Scrimshaw rides around on was a puppy. I know in theory it's the thing that killed the child, but it still feels a bit like I threw fire at a child. You didn't. I know. Just remember that. I know it's hard. And now we have to throw what, fire at puppies? Because I'm pretty sure they're following us, aren't they? Well. I mean, I... If they are, then we're just going to have to outsmart them, outmaneuver them, or somehow oh, we're in trouble. slip. If we've got to allow our brains, we're <laughs> in trouble. I'd scry on them again, but it'll take 20 minutes and I don't want us to stop. No, probably best we keep moving. Yeah. All right. Using an arrow and just keep it ready. Yeah. Using the simple map, you begin trekking your way, searching around in the broad direction of the scowling rock. Causing, I'd like you to give me a survival check. All right. Would I be able to combine um, the the map that we have with my navigation tools 
to uh, to try and more accurately gauge where this should be. Uh, I'll say that if you don't already have proficiency in survival, you may add your proficiency bonus for the. I do have proficiency this. in survival. No, then right. this then Here I've already go. taken that into account. All right, that is a thirteen. Okay, you're reasonably sure you have the right direction, and you begin heading off towards it. Can I have a perception check from everyone, please? Yeah. Natural Ooh. 20. 18. This is not as good as a 20. 12. Okay. Celestia, you there is a moment where you're keeping an eye on the forest and you see stepping out of the shadows the large shaggy form of a big black horse, almost horse-sized black dog appear uh, between the trees. I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. Roll an attack roll. I, I panic and shoot an arrow at it. Um, that is a 14... No, 24, sorry. Uh, 24 definitely hits. Yeah. Sorry, was, Roll damage. I added 5 to 19 and got 14. It's going well. <laughs> <laughs> well done, me. Good math. You were doing reverse maths. I was, though. Um, so that is a 9. Uh, and damage. <laughs> It yelps and bounds away for a moment before seeming to blend with the shadows between the trees and vanishing. Fuck it! You see, is, uh, you can just see the arrow caught on a tree as it passes and wedged in amongst one of the branches if you, want to, if you were willing to try and retrieve it. How do you mean it's, um, like, is the dog still attached to it? Or? Uh, the dog I mean, it, seems it's invisible, to have but... disappeared, but as it went, the arrow caught. It pulled out. Okay, yeah, yeah I'll take it back. Okay, you Did go. I see this? Uh, you definitely saw Celestia turn, fire at something. You heard the yelp and just saw something fade away into the trees. Okay, not clearly enough to cast Hunter's Mark on it, then. No, not Bass quite has disappeared right. again. As that oh. happens, you walk over to pick up the uh, tr- uh, to uh, to pick up the uh, branch. Uh, sorry, the, the, the arrow, and you feel a sort of sucking feeling around your foot as you t- as you reach a point of unexpectedly boggy ground. I'd like you to roll a dexterity save for me, please, Celestia. Mm-hmm. So that is. Um... A twenty-three. Okay, you manage to pull your foot away before the bog can <laughs> glue you into position. Mm-hmm. You safely retrieve your uh, your arrow and return it to your quiver. Well, your backpack—you don't have a proper quiver with you. You just have a few of them sticking out, ready to be drawn. Peering around, there's. No further sight. Re-knock my arrow. Just you lose your arrow. Shoot something. Continue on your way. After about an hour of searching, peering out, you eventually see a huge rock that's through the trees. As you make your way towards it, you can see that from one side, in the right light, and the light is still going, but will eventually continue to dim as it heads towards evening, 
You can see how it does look like a scowling, angry sort of face. Well, that'll be the one then. Well, at least we know we're on the right track. Yeah, that's a start. So, west from the rock with a scowling face, south-southwest from the tree shaped like a grasping hand, straight on from the pit, don't know what that is, until you reach oh, the cottage. Oh, It sounds lovely. Um, everybody you keep an eye out You do take us to the, the nicest pits. places. I know. I know how to treat my friends. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> You're a cheap date. <laughs> Leo laughs. laughs. Causing chuckles in spite of himself, but keeps a wary eye on the uh, the tree line. Clara just rolls her eyes. Celestia laughs with a note of hysteria to it, her arrow sort of shaking a little bit. It's still knocked. <laughs> you begin heading due west. Everyone roll me another perception check, please. Oh, cool. That's Ooh, a, nine. That's an 11. 16. 16. Scam, this time you see uh, a flash of black fur in the, uh, in the trees just behind where you've gone. Yeah, puppy, puppy, puppy. Have you seen it? Where is it? Come be my friend. Or go away. <laughs> Following us is weird. You all glance back. No sight of it this time. Fucking hell. <laughs> you can't have another pet. I say this camp. Where's Jeffrey? <laughs> Where the fuck is Jeffrey? He's <laughs> just riding along and sort of peers up out of your backpack, peering around. Um, you alright, Jeffrey? No one's stolen your face. <laughs> as you are as you are sort of all looking at Jeffrey and looking the other way there is a <laughs> as leaping out from behind you uh, the hound emerges out and is going to savage uh, cause him that right. is the second I hear anything so there's an arrow going no, for no, it Jeffrey. that is a 19 uh, to hit Oh, that hits. Yeah, and and make a strength saving throw, please. Strength saving throw, okay. That is a 12. Okay, you take 11 points of damage and are just... Uh, uh, and it pulls your leg out from under you, not completely off, it just sort of uh, trips you over and you end up <laughs> smack uh, in the ground. Okay, uh, everyone roll me a quick initiative. Well, it doesn't want to be my friend, clearly. Hey. Well, that's nice. on the floor. Um, that's 24. Okay. Oh, that's a 1. Okay, uh, <laughs> I will say... Where's that one on the floor? Dexterity, oh, no, the one on the same. floor was a 20. Oh. Yeah, so my initiative so, yes, so, is 24. That's fine. With, can, if it's an at 20, it's, it, it's a 24, if that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, it makes a difference for this. So, Celestia, you go first. You fire a shot. Yeah, I fire an arrow at it. Roll and attack. Uh, oh, ten. Okay. It misses it, smacks into a tree. Calls him. You're able to act next. Fuck it. Okay, I'm going to uh, bring my blunderbuss out again and try and t- uh, hit it point blank. Okay, you pick yourself back. Uh, yeah. I, I'll say that as you can uh, as, you, as you can pick yourself up, I'm not going to give you disadvantage. Uh, slug shot. So, go for it. 
Whew, that is uh fifteen. That hits roll damage. Right. Okay. Twelve percussive. Okay. You blast a hole into the side of the uh, of the and black. As a bonus flat. action, I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. The hound is going to disengage and bounds away from you, leaving sort of trails of gently smoking black blood after it. And then it bled, it's, as it reaches the cover of the trees, it passes behind one and is gone. You can still sense its general direction, though. I have advantage to track it if it's within okay. a mile of me. Got it. You feel the uh, direction shift a little in places. I believe the rule that we've got given is that you is that you can tell. Uh, let me just don't remind me of my of this of the house rules we're using for Hunter's Mark with regards to tracking over long distances because we do have them. Mm-hmm. Hunter's Mark. Advantage on Wisdom Perception. So I will check to find it. That's fine. It's concentration up to an hour. Fine. Yeah. And basically, the rule is that you have a sort of compass direction sense of where it is. But when it's within like 100 feet of you, it's too diffuse for you to know like its, it's location if it's, for instance, invisible or right. similar. Okay. But you have a vague yeah. idea of yeah. which yeah. direction. Hmm. Yeah, if it's within 100 feet of you, you just know it's within 100 feet of you. Yep. You can tell that this thing moves quickly and within a couple of, within a few seconds, uh, not within a few seconds, but within like two rounds, it's strayed far enough away that you get a sense of it heading southwest. Well, actually, no, pretty much. Yeah, 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 southwest. It's heading that way. Not the same way we're going, basically. Cause and I will oh, point good. out uh, when and it attacked. And I went you west from a rock. Uh, so. Yes, you are heading west. Uh, when you, by the way, Cause and when you were savaged by it and shot up at it, you looked and you noticed uh, there was no arrow wound from uh, Celestia's prior attack. I think it can regenerate. Oh fuck! Oh good. Okay. Well. It knows it has a fight on its hands, but we've got to be... <sighs> Why does it... it want to hurt us, then? Does that mean... Grimshaw's got something to hide here? I mean, I shot it before it hurt us. Before that, it was just tracking us. Scrimshaw has history here, as much as Olga does. She might just have one guarding it. Well, if that thing comes back, we're going to have to take it down quickly. We really are. Cousin, give me a survival check as you make your way through the woods. Eight. You make your way west, but the sun is going down. It's starting to get lower and lower in the sky. It's not yet sunset, but... 
the trees, the, sh the shadows of the trees are growing longer, the forest is getting darker, and you begin finding yourself having to retrace your steps. An hour and a half goes by before you eventually find a clearing, in the centre of which is a tall, tall, what looks to be perhaps a willow. But it's, but it's leaves and its long trailing branches were at one point burned away. There are still the scars of, of fire across its bark. And five long branches still remain, curled into the shape of a grasping hand. Looks a bit too much like Olga's old place for my liking. Yeah. I know what you mean. You can see is there it... is a split down the middle where at one point it was struck by lightning. Like the one in Peter's March. Is it moving at all? In a way that it shouldn't be? Roll an insight check. Oh. Uh, dirty 20. Nice. It rustles a little in the wind, but no more than that. Well, it's not doing anything weird, at least. It might just be a scary tree. Well, it's um, it's south southwest from here until we get to the pit. So actually, start watching out for pits now. Yeah. Because we don't want to oh, fall in anywhere. It says south southwest from this tree, straight on from the pit. Okay. Causum, from you, I would like a survival check during the last, uh, as you still have maybe 40 minutes or so of light left. But, okay. so you, could, but you can't do that. really do that and keep an eye out because you need to be using the light. The I'd rest like to of keep you an eye out the dog. The <sighs> that's checks. even worse. That's and also the seven. pit, if possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to keep an eye out for pits. Um, that is a 20. Okay. Death 20. Four! Cousin, what was your pit check? Uh, not pit check, <laughs> you're, you're trying to find the pit check. Oh, uh, if it's a survival, that's a seven. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. You're not having a good five minutes, are you? <laughs> no, really not. Okay. It's never just one bad roll, is it? It's always like a few in a row. <laughs> no, it, it needs to be at least three. That seems to be the rules. Yeah. Celestia, as you're, you make it, the, you, you actually, all of you, you make your way on for another 20, 30, 40 minutes. Cosmo's reasonably sure they've got the right direction, but you can see him periodically checking and looking up and trying to get a, a good sense that uh, that he's staying on track. Uh, I guess you would have a you would have a compass amongst your navigators' tools, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So you're checking your compass, like occasionally rattling it, making sure that you are still heading south southwest. Is it behaving in a, in a normal way? Oh yeah, no, it's it's not suddenly okay. like rotating around. You're not getting any magnetic interference, but All right, good. it is just oh, getting harder to read yet. the dial. Cause are we going the right way here? We've been going for as a long time. I... <sighs> Celeste, are we pretty dense. You look up and you see up ahead and you can see through the branches up ahead, there is a uh, there is a clearing 
and on the far side of it you can just see the outline of a four-legged shape with two gently glowing red eyes. Am I in range for an arrow? You are in range for an arrow. It's pretty far. It has partial cover from the trees in between. But cool, yes. I'm still going to shoot one. Because in my head I've just got one knocked this whole time, like slightly shakily. Um, so that's a 17. That, uh, yep, yeah, even with partial cover, that does hit. So Fantastic. roll damage. Um, oh, that's rubbish damage. Um, that is a full okay. roll to one. Again, you oh. strike it on injured flank. <laughs> then it turns and seems to vanish into the trees. Oh, fucking hell. Causing. Yep. You can still get a sense of where the hound you marked is. And it's still saying, actually, pretty much more or less straight ahead. Alright, so. This is where the one that I just shot was, or was it that one somewhere else? Yes, but the one that. Uh, although, Causing, make an intelligence check. Alright. Nine. Mate. <laughs> no, you don't get any further information. It's definitely the same dog, isn't it? Yeah, it's not like three different ones, is it? Roll an intelligence check. Everyone? <laughs> Anyone who's just thought about that? Yes, please. Um, 18. Natural one, but lucky. Nine. Thirteen. Thinking back on it, it's possible that they could be three different dogs or the same dog it's hard to tell because they you only see them for fractions of a moment but they could just be three very similar dogs hmm. i'm beginning to wish this was a hallucination like i thought it was when i first saw one well I, we know, trust me, it's no illusion. We know someone had a dog. We know someone now has a dog. But doesn't mean that's not two dogs. Yeah. And we know Scrimshaw's got a few. Yeah. At least two, probably more. No, 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 she's got more. We did that scrying, remember? Yeah. She's got, like, a pack. Do you head on... Yeah. yeah, I guess. Unless it's too dark to do anything. Uh, there are the... At this point, the there are thin streams of... Like, the sunlight is almost gone, but there's a little bit of gleam that still illuminates the trees and the clearing ahead. I hate to say this, but do we need to stop? It's been a long day. I mean, I'm yeah, not doing amazingly on spells, and... Like I say, I'm just... I'm scared of... Lighting us up. Yeah. Right now you can still see through the woods, you can still see the clearing ahead of you. Well, Clara and I can't see in the dark, but the rest of you can. But. Yeah, but we're not any good at tracking. Hmm. I don't think we want to find this place at night. I also don't think that we want to find this place when we're um, half-cocked. Yeah. We're all knackered and injured. 
And I mean, the next of... thing we're looking for is a pit. Let's not fall down a pit in the dark. Well, a pit, and then maybe... I mean, Olga might just be there waiting for us. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of going to meet her when we're not properly ready. We could rest. If we can find... If we can find somewhere um, that we can rest that is defensible, then uh, then we can stop there. But right here, we're as exposed as ever we're going to be. Well, we're not until we go into that clearing, but um, we probably should go a bit further away from it, really. Also, I do wonder if... Um, if we're worried about... Um, Olga getting the drop on us, then maybe you should use the last um, uh, charge you have on the eye to find out where the, um, the, the cockatrice is. That might be a good idea. If we decide to rest, let's do that. Yeah. Should we rest? What's the general thoughts? Let's find somewhere to rest that we can mount a, uh, a defence of. Yeah, obviously uh, take watches. Um, yeah. Yeah, is there anywhere vaguely hidden away that we could go? I'll ask, uh, allowing for you to help Corzin to negate the disadvantage of working in the darkness, mm -hmm. Corzin, make a survival check to begin looking for defensible locations. Okay, come on. That's a 13. Well, the first thing you notice is, uh, Peering into, as you're looking around, there's a lot of woodland around you, but you do kind of glance into the centre of this clearing and you realise it's there's something weird about the grass in this clearing. It looks almost as if it's... So it, was, it wasn't immediately obvious because of the light, but it's almost as if it's sort of woven together. Hmm. Ah, everyone what? back up. What is it? I point out the grass. You see that? Yeah, that's grass. That's not natural. Look at how it's woven together. And I am going to um, lie down prone, and I'm going to crawl towards it very slowly, spreading my weight as hit, uh, widely you? as I can. You crawl towards, and you can see now in the dim little bits of what light is reflecting off the uh, off the clouds above where the ordinary sort of foresty grass uh, gives way to this strangely woven grass now the question is is it just a pit or is there something in it is it a trap or a prison this looks like a hunter's trap give it a poke I do so okay what do you poke it with the end of my uh, sword from as far away as I can. As you tap it, the grass suddenly <laughs> unravels, exposing a deep pit. Uh, you catch a glimpse of the pit. Everyone roll a perception check. Uh, okay, finally. That's uh, uh, 24. Okay, before the, uh, the uh, grass... <laughs> ravels back over it uh most of you don't get a good look into it but causing you see curiously a mixture of large animal bones 
And right. of all things, broken furniture. Huh. Just Aww. piled at the bottom of this pit. I suppose it's it's as effective as anything to uh, fall onto those. You can actually see some points where, uh, for instance, at some point a deer got impaled by a chair, broken chair leg. All right. Um, is it just like sort of rough furniture? Um, it, from the glimpse you got, yeah, it looked like it was a mixture of uh, chairs, wardrobe. There's like one wardrobe in there, some tables. Uh, you think you saw like an old brass candlestick. There's one point where, uh, yeah, as I say, it looks like a deer has, was impaled by a broken chair leg at some point. Oh. Alright. Is there a way I can trigger the um, uh, the trap open so that the outside of the uh, the pit is obvious to everyone? You don't know. But you, if you tap it again, it again <laughs> flickers open and then swiftly <laughs> closes back again. So you are at least, if you just do this a couple of times, uh, you can kind of see where the outside is. is. I shall do so and, um, you know, point it out to everyone. Okay, now be careful. I vote, let's not go into this clearing. Oh, it's a good vote, that one. I think think that could go very well. Not going into clearings that have pits in them is one of my favourite pastimes, personally. Well, we found a pit at least. What, yeah, we have to go thing? straight on from here. Straight on. Uh, we don't go in the pit. How long? Just says straight on from the pit until you reach the cottage. So shall we camp? Yeah, not in the clearing. No, no definitely um, not. Pits are not good camping spots. Let's do go we, a decent way away. Do we need to go in the pits just for any reason? No, we need to stay away from the pit. No, that is a trap. But it does look like a very flammable trap. For the most part. Let's um, set a pit on fire and make a load of big light in this scary dark Oh, not wood. at night, I mean, but, you know. But maybe. Another for time. a morning time option. Is there a way we can get to the other side of the clearing without falling in the pit? Yes, you just, just go, go around, around through the trees. <laughs> Forest. Okay. <I'm... laughs> I just wanted to establish that, but yeah. <laughs> you left the path earlier and it got really muddy. Yeah. We do need to be careful of that. All right. All right. Let's carefully make our way around this, then. You do so, making your way around the edge. And... Everyone roll me a perception check. Okay. 13. 15. Still got an arrow knocked, by the way. (laughs) Okay, 13. Celestia, you see something in between the trees up ahead. Not black, silvery, a shape, a figure, small humanoid. Do I recognise it at all? It looks like... uh... A human child of some description, maybe ten years old. Hello? You call out 
softly, but they don't respond. They seem to be slumped down amidst the trees. I'm going to go over. As you approach, the silveriness spreads out around her and it begins to coat the trees. And you see this, it's, it's as if everything is in shades of silver and black. There's a, you can just make out the faintest tints of colour when it comes to the trees, but it's as if you can see the form of a white-haired girl face down, struggling through what you realise is deep snow. There's no snow here in the woods, and it's long since melted away with the coming of spring, but within this cluster of trees you can see the silvery image of deep snow of thick ice and snow on the branches of the trees which seem to be barren Uh, you can just see the real green leaves filtered through the snow of whatever image this is so she's on the floor struggling you can see a path behind her where she's fallen and then has been trying to struggle forwards but she seems to be she seems to be close to death. Um. Does this? I want to like go. Ghost? Do you? Do you need any help? And she does not respond. She doesn't seem to able to hear you. I want to try and pick her up. As you do like, so, try and help her up. Your hand f- passes through her, but you look up, and you can see another figure is approaching. You realize both of these figures are slightly translucent. You can just, if you peer, see the real forest below. The other figure is hunched, wearing some sort of long black robe or dress with a hood. There are, there's a scattering of snow on its shoulders. It looks human. Female hunchbacked with a with a long hooked nose and deep purple black skin tucked under the hood there's a mane of slightly erratic long white hair she strides forward seeming unaffected by the cold the girl before her sort of manages to lift her head up and you can hear her call out but it's like you're hearing her at the end of a tunnel like there's a strange echo to it help help the crone says I could But tell me, why should I? Please help, have pity. You will find little pity here, child. But perhaps, Save you, I can. 
I will offer you a bargain. The child looks up. <laughs> what bargain? Serve me. Serve me until I have no more use for you. In exchange, you will receive food, shelter, protection, and education. But if you run before I release you, and the ice and snow will return until you beg me to take you back. The crone extends a dark purple-black hand. Do we have a deal? There's a moment of hesitation before the white-haired girl unsteadily reaches up a shivering, shaking hand and grasps the old crone's uh, grip. As, it, as she does so, a crackle of purple light passes between them. The crone pulls her up onto her feet <laughs> and then releases her and beckons. What? Who, who are who, who are you? I am Grandmother Finger Snap. The crone turns and begins to shuffle away. I, um, my name's. I do not care for your name, child. The girl sort of lamely finishes. My name's Olga, and begins shuffling after her. The whole scene begins to fade, but for just a moment there's the outline of what looks like a humanoid figure in what seems to be an old-fashioned servant's tunic hose with a, with a hooded, with just a hood over his head before he too fades away the figure is outlined in silver mm. so do we all see that everyone sees this well that sounds eerily familiar doesn't it <laughs> it's a bit light <laughs> I, uh, Corzin is going to uh, rest a hand very gently on uh, Clara's shoulder. Clara's just staring the way that the figure went. How are you doing? <laughs> are you alright? I'm fine. We have a direction. She's, there's just a difficult to read look in her eyes somewhere between 
rage and pain. I give her a shoulder a little squeeze and let go. I'd say... What I want to say is how could you do that to someone when it's happened to you already, but that's always how it works. It's a bit of a cycle, really, isn't it? These things get passed down. That's no excuse, by the way. No. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not excusing her. But it's a good reason to stop the cycle. Yes. Yeah. This is where Break it, it while you still can. What do we do? We sleep. I think we need to sleep. I'm scared to go in with no fucking spells. I know it's not All an right. ideal place to sleep, but I think if we, you know, find a thick bit of trees, keep watches. Yeah, we really let's might get some to. cover. Okay. We need to be on form for this. And also, find out where that cockatrice is. Together, you find a place where several trees grow thickly, trunks together. And thick gorse forms a sort of uh, natural wall. You set up your shelter along them, dispensing with the fire this night and trusting to the warmth of your bedding. And begin the process of your watches. Is there anything else you wish to do before you rest? Um, I don't have anything else that I want to do. How about anybody else? Well, um. if, if if it's going to help us, I think maybe you might want to uh, consider trying to find where that cockatrice is. Oh, that's a very good idea, actually. Yeah. Let's do that. Fuck it. Someone please keep an eye on me. I'm really scared. <laughs> I've got your back. Don't you worry. Okay. Um. I would like to keep an eye on Clara while this is happening. <laughs> Yeah. Show me Screech, Olga's cockatrice. Okay. You focus in. Clara just sits and watches Celestia. The you watches the uh, you spin the orb and focus in. And as you plunge down into those depths, you merge in a bubble deep in thick woods at night where a cockatrice is um, where a huge cockatrice is by itself uh, nestling amongst a little nest that seems to have produced for, uh, from itself uh, out of a mixture of branches and muck Nearby, there is what looks like a bear that is frozen in mid-roar in the form of a statue. Mm. Okay, a bear statue. Good to know. Um, the cockatrice is sleeping soundly. Any houses, anything near it that's useful? Is it just in a wood? Thick wood. Okay. Well, fuck this. A Celestia in the vision. <laughs> Uh, what was that, uh, Scam? 
Is it similar? Well, I'm not there, but just is it similar wood to where we are? Looking around it, it's a deciduous wood. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to tell, um, but... I'd like to have a good look around and see if any of the landmarks that were mentioned in the paper are there. Roll a perception check. <laughs> Eleven. Same sort of trees, broadly. Temperate broadleafs. Fuck. <laughs> so she just swears to herself <laughs> for a while until the vision's done. Waits around to see if anything else useful happens, because I think I would, but... Very little else happens, uh, apart from the cockatrice kind of stirring awake at one point, snapping its neck out and grabbing a parsi, uh, and grabbing a small woodland uh, rodent of some sort that was trying to get by, and it's just gulping it down. Cestia just quietly swears to herself <laughs> the whole vision. No, Fucking bubble shit sinks in, ass. and you return to yourself. <laughs> That was fucking useless. She's not with it. I have so far found out that it turned a bear to stone and sometimes it eats fucking mice. Couldn't even tell if it was the same fucking woods or not. Yay. Well. At least we know that um, Olga isn't with it. It's not helpful. (laughs) We need some sleep. We mm. do need some sleep. We really need to sleep. And on that note, you begin setting up your watches. You catch what rest you can. And you prepare, when the morning comes, to advance at last to the lair of Grandmother Fingersnap. But that is where we will pick up next time. For now... Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Our thoughts are simple, bodies fast. We speak with voices from the past. We hunger always near enough. Remember this, friend. Times are tough. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.